join Rabbit and Red Radio Network on Patreon for exclusive shows, content, swag, and more. For the low price of $2 per month, you can join the family. So check us out at patreon.com slash network one That's patreon.com slash network the number one. picture looked like a bad porn audition on the very beginning but i like that code oh, you set great. that up code uh, i i sent a bunch of pictures to Aaron, and that's just what he saw uh, fit to uh, put on there i guess oh hey awesome. we've already got some people in the chat uh welcome back guys uh hey anthony mr nanners oh yeah awesome. uh anthony wants to know if morgan made the uh graphic for the patreon supporters that we just saw which it was awesome that's that's a much sexier rabbit he did make some that he sent over that i believe were utilized in that um screen well here's to you morgan thank you buddy yes sir thank you oh yeah speaking of which uh morgan has his uh uh, morgan has his uh, own patreon now uh so if you want to support Morgan's oh, projects, awesome. uh, jump on patreon.com. And I don't have the, uh, what to look for, I guess, just what Morgan, Morgan Welburn, uh, on patreon.com. Oh, damn. Hell of a shout out there, code. <laughs> if you want to support him, look his ass up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's on there someplace. I'm sure we can get Mike to find it for us and throw it on the screen for us. Do your thing, Wikipedia, Mike. I'm looking. I'll have it up in a minute or so. By the end of the show, he promises. (laughs) Appreciate it. I hope he likes his nickname. I'm bad about giving everybody nicknames, in case y'all haven't noticed yet. Oh, sorry. We've got to learn to synchronize our drinks better so uh, we don't have the silences, long silences, just for the uh, audio listeners. Yeah, true. Yeah, because we're uh, but well, well, a few, it's only our third few, show. Uh, by a few episodes in, they should they should figure out whenever it's quiet. Yeah, we're either taking a piss yeah. or taking a drink or I'll, taking I'll a drink get, of piss. <clears throat> uh-huh. I'll have to get my beer stein out that way every time I go to take a drink. When I open the lid, it'll squeak so they'll know why I'm silent. That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll help keep my beer nice and fresh and cool. There you go. I hope everybody ah. likes the shaky cam. I'm still. Oh, is in the house home. even. Wow, I I, oh, awesome. I feel privileged. <clears throat> um, speaking of which, he's got another new show on the network. How many shows does he have? I don't know. I don't know. Does anybody have a number? Anybody? One million. One million. One million dollars. No, 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 no. Not porn shows. How many shows on the network, Mike? Oh, damn, that many? He's got a count? 
Honestly, then let's see. One, two, Only Maybe fans doesn't count either. 83 yeah, it's and a quarter. Three or four, then I think. Oh, he's got now, the same problem. My God, he just didn't quite measure up for the one show. Yeah, I understand. You know, <laughs> that's what we're talking about. All right. Oh. Yep. So, um, Mike, what uh, I can't think of it right now. What uh, his, oh, uh, Poe and Graham. That's uh, his new show. It's actually, he's resurrected the first podcast he ever did with, I don't remember the guy's name. They just call him Graham, I guess. Right? Mm. I thought I was the only one allowed to resurrect stuff around here, like VHS Life that has kind of disappeared again because there's just no time. I miss VHS Life. I miss VHS Life. I've never had that one. Got to check it Maybe out. What it'll was come VHS Life about? Uh, they started um, what back in 2014, but it's it's like a basically like an improv comedy radio play about Mike and John Rhodes working in uh, press play video. And just all kinds of crazy yeah. shit happen at the video happens at the video store. That'd be kind of cool. Anybody who hadn't checked it out, uh, checked it <laughs> out yet. Uh, it all episodes are streaming on rabbitandred.com. So look it up. Mm. Awesome. Yes, do. I'm horrible about not having time to look up anything and download it well, and all that. As we stated before, you like like myself, you have fifty kids, so. That yes, we we have exactly. two hordes. Yes, that we do keeps you very busy, and henceforth, why we drink so much too. Yeah, I can't blame it on the kids. No, it's just a good excuse. Yeah. So, <clears throat> speaking of not having time to watch anything, what have you watched lately? Uh. Actually, I just finished up season 11 of Walking Dead. <clears throat> a bit behind, but it just came to Netflix. That's Is that the final season? Yes, that is the final season of The Walking Dead. I, it, yeah. it was good. I felt they, they'd done it pretty decent. I've, I fell out after halfway through season four, and I've watched episodes that was the here worst. and there. That was one of the worst fucking seasons, was, it, was season four, if I'm remembering right. Because, man, I... It barely had me hanging on. It's like they were just trying to milk it for everything it had. Excuse me. And then the next season when it come out, it it started out just a little slow, and then it picked up and took off and never looked back. <clears throat> but yeah, in the final uh, the final season, if I remember right, there's only two of the originals left. That was one thing I really liked about the series. Nobody was fucking safe. Nobody. Yeah. I mean, anybody yeah, could die at any which time. Which kind of like shows shows that kind of <laughs> revolutionized that in the uh, in the two thousands, like Sons of Anarchy, you know, and stuff. So, oh, yeah. the, the only bad part about it is you can only pull that same hat trick so many times before everybody's like, "Eh, this really doesn't have any meaning because you're doing it every other week now." Well, kind of, but The Walking Dead did it surprisingly every time. It always caught you off guard. Like you thought that person was going to be it. And, and that being said, what turned series. me away from it, they're, they're killing off characters that some people watch the show for certain characters. And, and when yeah, they but just try to do a cheap apocalypse. ratings uh, stunt, and that's their See, excuse for it. And it does I make some sense. But I don't, I don't buy it for a cheap rating stunt. It's more realistic. Uh I mean, think about it. Zombie apocalypse, you fuck up, you walk by something you think's dead, you get a nick, you're infected. People are going to be assholes. You know, I mean, it, and it really shows, really, I mean, and it's probably 
twisted down a little bit how bad humanity would get if we were put in that situation. Stock up, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't mean food. I mean lead. Well, precious, look, precious look how bad humanity's got in this situation, you know. So, uh, yeah. Would, it, uh, what do you expect? You know what? The, you know the thing in the White House. So, I don't want to get all political, but jeez. Uh, no, we'll, we'll save that for politics. <laughs> Speaking Is that of one which, of his shows. It, no, it's supposed to be a, pa- well, a Patreon exclusive show, and I, I'm waiting for it, and we still haven't got it. But hey, another uh, shameless plug for the network. What is it, Mike? Uh, January 28th on Patreon only for the uh, pay per view subscribers. We're having Cripple Cody and Joey no, that's T. Not, that's not, wait, that's not Patreon only. That's, that's anybody can pay their five bucks and get in. So, but if you're on what the five dollar tier, one that, you yeah, if you're on the five dollar tier, you get it for free. Yeah, but uh, Cripple Cody, Joey T, uh, con- the show's called Controversial Issues, and these guys and, don't pull any punches So, uh, in, on our regular network shows. So just imagine how it's going to be on uh, a pay-per-view behind a paywall where they can say whatever they want. And, and Joey's can... working on something special. I thought yeah, we could say whatever we wanted anyway. Well, yeah. yeah, you can, but you know. <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, but uh, don't know what's some, going somebody's going to let Cripple Cody off his leash. Uh, and and oh, by off shit. his leash, I mean they're going to unplug his wheelchair so he can go more than eight feet. They're going to do it in the nude, aren't they? I would not put it past Cripple Cody a bit. Mm-hmm. The man's an animal. That'd be one of them train wrecks. You just couldn't look away once you started watching. You know it. <clears throat> yep. Uh, we've all been trying to encourage him to start his OnlyFans. You know, he's he's always trying to. He's got his GoFundMe going for expenses. There are Dude, some TikToks who want to. There is a huge, huge niche for that. Yes, there is. <laughs> you you sound like you know a lot about this, Trav. I you, 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 you just you know nothing to do things. with uh, <laughs> not, <laughs> nothing to do with the midgets, huh? The li- the wee little people. What's wrong with them? They're magically delicious. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Spring River ruined me that year. It really did. In <laughs> uh, that movie, uh, what was it called? I hope they hurt. I hope they serve Bill at beer in hell. Yeah, remember that was the same year that I was midget chasing on Spring River. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that theater blow you off. And I don't mean that literally. She actually wanted nothing to do with Trav, which at the time Mm -hmm. he fancies himself a bit of a ladies man. But, uh, (laughs) and yeah, this young lady, I, I say young, I assume she was. In her mid twenties, maybe I don't know. How do you how do you gauge age on the little people? Uh, I mean, you make them show you your ID before you go so far. You I to. mean, you I mean. can't. It's not like you can like you do <clears throat> with your kids and just mark their height on the wall every year to see, mm-hmm. you know, and look back at that. Well, yeah, midgets. I mean, once well, once yeah. they get, and you know, they're the like only, the only place like, we saw driving was in camp. Right? So true. 
Wait a minute, are those dwarfs? If they hit five foot tall, I think that's dwarfism, isn't it? I, I don't know. I don't know. You'll have to educate me on this. I don't know either. Oh, there we go. Check out Morgan Welburn on Patreon. www.patreon.com forward slash Wicked Jack. That's yeah, another one of the support uh, if you can. Be well worth your, your buck or two. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm not sure. I don't Act know the midgets, classification. Though. I don't know the classifications. I just know what I used to have a little bit of a kink for, you know. Yeah, that's always been a great fear of mine, getting my ass kicked by a midget. A fear? Really? Yeah, I mean, I can live that down. <laughs> you don't live it down, you live it up. <laughs> it can be a good time. It's all how you look at it. Midget yeah, well, name. like that little dude in uh, Blood Sucking <clears throat> Creek. Uh, God, what was his name? The little midget in there. Oh. And the the rumor was he he banged like all the kids <clears throat> in the cast or something. Oh was, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, they said he was a uh, quite the player. Must have been probably looked like a Shetland pony running around, four foot tall but two foot dangling. Yeah, well, that's you know that is one thing that the, uh, they probably have on us. You know, I, I just got through watching the new finishing the new Willow series on. Uh, that network we shall not speak of, uh, streaming service we shall not speak of. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, but, uh, you know, Wark Davis, <clears throat> Willow. Yeah. He's got like a normal size head and normal size hands. So he's. Yeah. Well, that's he's, why he I'm, was so perfect for the Leprechaun movies. Why would Leprechauns have a normal size head and normal size hands? Aren't they like little tiny, little like imp? Yeah, but no, it just it added you know? to the scare factor in Leprechaun. Is you got a big, like a big little bitty guy, big scary head, and then you got abnormally large hands for a little bitty guy. You know what I mean? And then after they uh, add all their makeup, me, no. no, it's the little the little carny hands <laughs> scare me. I don't know. The little bitty guys running around with like big freaking paws, they can actually do something with would scare me. Okay, what do you think, Mike? What is it, regular hands scare you or carny hands? Wait, wait, so you admit it. If you say carny hands scare you, then you admit the cripple fucking scares you. That's right. No, just He's little scared. hands. Well, his what hands about, are fucking mutated. They're scary. Oh, no, liver, hands, liver hands don't scare me. No. No. Well, actually, looking at them again, they're not really like flipper hands. They're more like stumpy. They're like stumps. Uh, I I don't ever want to see him. I don't ever want to see him. You know why? Because it's just like uh, not not seeing his hands. It's kind of like you know uh, what? You know what? On, hold on, on hold on. I'm gonna, I'm going to bring in a picture. Just keep talking amongst yourselves. I'm going to bring in a no, picture. Don't do it. Don't do it. I don't want to see. You get a close up shot of it. But Cody, you're just afraid if you see him. Pandora's box. You're just afraid if you see him, you'll have to subscribe to his only fans, aren't you? I'd subscribe. I yeah. I, I'll send. I'll send him some money. I'm not. I'm not going to give him any money in his uh, uh, GoFundMe. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll send him some money in only fans. You know. You want to see his asshole, don't you? Yeah, I don't have to pay for that though. I mean, he. That's usually whenever you first friend him. <clears throat> oh God. 
I hope I hope uh, he gets somebody to drive him to your house, Mike, and just stumps the fuck out of you, or stump fucks the fuck out of you. By slapping him in the head, he's skipping. <laughs> <laughs> he, looking, he, looking, he told me to use these pictures on the network, so I told him I would have fucking used them. You're like uh, the old LP players when the needles are wearing out, put a quarter on top of Mike's head so he'll stop skipping. <laughs> I want to see those two in a, like a real street fight. Not not a real street fight. No, let me rephrase that. Like a old school ECW street fight. Cripple Cody oh. versus... Like the South, like the South Park right. cripple fight. Oh, we can get Boom Boom, our good buddy uh, Boom Boom, to come over and play play a uh, Cartman. Yeah, cripple fight. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I already win because I have hands and legs that somewhat work, so I win. I, I, I'm a, sorry, sorry, buddy, I, I, but my money's on Cripple Cody. You never know; that little feller may surprise you. He can he can just wave his nubs in the air and then hope that they con you know come in contact with me. But I can just like roll him away down hey, a hill or something. And yeah, think about it this way, Mike. I know you probably haven't spent a lot of time in bars, but though, but it'd be much worse. It's a lot worse getting punched uh, or getting hit with a pull cue in the face than it is a fist most of the time. Because mm-hmm. you know, Crip, am I right, Trav? Cripple Cody's got those. You know, he don't really have hands, and you know, it'd be like the five. Yeah. Five finger death punch, not the band, but the de- the move that makes would, your heart explode. If he, if yeah, he I, put any speed behind him, I mean, one of my best friends, his, well, it was his wife for a long time, but and she hung out with all of us guys, and her fists were like half the size of anybody else. And when she hit you, it felt like it went plumb fucking through you. I mean, it fucking. Why'd she hit you, Trav? Oh, she hit every one of us. She was like one of the guys. I likely story, uh, but. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Cripple Cody looks like he's got pretty good reach, but Mike's got the cane, so he's got better reach. And if we're doing an old school ECW match, then Mike Mike might have the advantage. The the canes are. Yeah, he can only swing with one cane at a time. And Cripple Cody can never get ladders and chairs. It'd be canes, crutches, and walkers match. Oh, I would love to see him try to like Whoa. swing a Oh my god! He's That's pulling a... something out from under the ring! It's a wheelchair! A steel wheelchair! Hey. That's a hey. pay-per-view right there. No, fuck that. We just pulled up a new OnlyFans page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you really oh, have yeah. this OnlyFans thing. Jesus Christ. You no, started but it. Yeah, Cripple Fight page. I'm all for it. Cripple Let's Fight. Go. Oh god. Oh, we're going to hell. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, seriously, I, I'd pay. But then the pay for you, I'd pay to see it. <laughs> no, I should say this. Anybody that's on the network gets into the pay-per-views. They don't have to pay for that shit. It's only for people that aren't on the network. So, so Paul, don't go trying true. to buy a ticket because you can already get in. <clears throat> yeah, true. That's a good idea. Ah. Uh, Oh, hey, uh, Mr. Nanner says uh, his internet went out. He said he requests we start the whole show over. Mike? Look it up on YouTube for the first 15 minutes you missed. <laughs> yeah, you want to skip the first five. It was sketchy as shit. Just go straight through the last 15. <laughs> we were drinking a lot. There's a lot of silence periods. Now, speaking of beer, this is what I like about doing my shaky cam. 
I can nobody likes the shaky cam. I don't think the the I, early two thousand shaky cam. Dave Z will. That's all that matters. So you know, I can Dave go to the likes the shaky cam. I can go to. Oh yeah, he loves found footage. Well, I love found, found footage. I now. love some found footage, <laughs> but uh, the shaky cam. They it, you got to admit it got overused in found footage. In the it, well, it's just like anything else. When it, somebody found a niche, they overused it and raped it and everything else. And yeah, well, yeah. Let's, then they just let's turned make into the shit. whole fucking movie shaky. Yeah, it'll be great. People love shaky cam. <clears throat> well, it's okay every now and then. If a found footage film is, I will agree with Dave on that. If a found footage film is done right, it's awesome. But the problem is, it's just like podcasts. There's so many of them that aren't done right, and they're not very awesome. <laughs> so, no pun intended. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, uh. So, Code, you been watching anything? What are we talking about? Uh, well, I just said, yeah, I finished uh, Willow. Uh, but, yeah. um... Dude, I forgot Val Kilmer was in the first Willow. You, how can so you forget Mad Mardigan for fuck's sake? Dude, I remember him, but I did not realize it. Was, you got to remember the last time I saw this, I was probably 13, 14 years old. I have not seen it in that long, and now I've got to see it. I've got some of the old antique fucking Willow figurines up on my man cave shelf those are Even. might be worth a little bit now i haven't looked them up but I, yeah i remember when they, they came be. out with the movie and, and the movie did they're the, they're the cast it, did, it wasn't a breakout hit but it did okay nah. but I, I but it's just oh, gained a following over the years of val kilmer all of our listeners that have amazon prime uh if you're a val kilmer fan you like very many of his movies, his uh, kind of self-made autobiography, Val, is greatly worth the watch. I really enjoyed it. I just uh, got to ask, does, does he talk about all the crazy shit he did and why he was so difficult? So many directors and cast members claimed he was so difficult to work with? Well, yes and no. Um, Robert Downey Jr. is on it. And he was, Robert Downey Jr., of course, we think we all know how he was but like val said he's like you know i had my own style and he's like a lot of them didn't like it uh what a lot of them didn't like is val which is part of what 90 percent of his autobiography is on this is stuff he shot with his personal camcorder he took a, a quarter with a recorder with him everywhere uh on the island of dr moreau the director was getting pissed off because he wouldn't turn it off and they were getting into it, but there was there. Oh was yeah, they they famously him and Brando. Uh, they famously, yeah. famously uh, shut down. Brando what like two or three days. Brando walked off set. Them, yeah, neither of them would come out of their trailers. They were Brando. Off well, Brand, no, Brando was pissed off at the director. Brando was like, "Fuck you." Brando didn't have a problem with Val. Oh, I mean, that, we see, could do I, a whole. Sh well, this this is from Val's perspective too on what I've saw on Val. But I dug a little bit, but I didn't have time on it. But actually, it would be a very interesting uh, segment to cover on the show in a later day. But yeah, it, it is worth the uh, the watch. And uh, how he was wanting to do his biggest uh, role that he was trying to do his own money. He had 6,000 acres in New Mexico that he was going to open up an artist ranch and was his dream. And he sold that so he could play mark twain 
but to get the money he was going around doing like sideshows of mark twain all across the country to raise money to do this and that's when he come down with throat cancer and he had to stop it oh and yeah. uh Dude, he I, was about to made, say, I don't remember Val playing Mark Twain. I he, know he did a lot of shitty was, movies in the early ne- 2000s. It, no, it never made it to the movie, but he felt that's what he was supposed to play. Um, he identified with him, done a lot of research. Uh, you really need to watch Val. It's a good. It it it's worth an hour and twenty minutes of your time. Um, I was not disappointed at all, and it's kind of neat to see how he's doing. He's he's healthy now. He's doing real good. He's just he's a he's a neck breather. So, yeah. well, he can. He's just got to plug the hole. I'm like, the guy from South Park. But uh, he well, can't I, help it. I, I won't get in too much or anymore, really, on the Willow series. But uh, he has uh, had a strong influence on that. <laughs> but uh, uh, everyone, uh, another shameless plug, check out this uh, Saturday night at 8 Central, uh, Living A New Living in the Past with uh, Grandpa the Nerd and myself as we cover... Willow, the 1988 feature film, and the new Disney Plus series, and probably some other related bullshit. Yep. So, like most people have noticed, the tagline for our show is Shutter's Full. Well, Shutter was slacking for a little bit, but now they're kind of getting back on board, putting some more interesting material. Full force with original content. Well, and not just original. Old content, too, we'll cover later on in the news yeah. segment. I, I just um, hope they don't get too big for the bridges <laughs> and go the way of uh, Netflix and, and really oh, cut no. down and just start producing mainly original content. And not no. not that I don't like a lot of the Netflix original content, but, you know, they're what I've re- really liked about Netflix when they first really became the major streaming service they are is is and they're still doing it to an extent, but the way they've been resurrecting uh, uh, canceled shows that have a huge following and yes. uh, continuing them on. and uh... Yeah, I do like that. And the thing I liked <laughs> about Netflix back in the day was they had a wide variety. They had the love stories for the romantic people. They had the action movies for the action people. They had the horror movies. They had the mystery. They had the suspense. Now they're just kind of leaning one way. More to kids and the romantic shit and half-ass action Anime. And very, very little horror on Shudder. Or not Shudder, on Netflix Uh, anymore. Yeah, they're they're still kicking out some horror. Um, a little, but nothing like compared to what they'd done a few years ago. I um, agree. Yeah, that like when they, they were spoiled uh, us. Uh, Gerald's Game and uh, yeah. Shit. Well, um, not just that, and the horror like movies they stream, um, and it's not just that, like your classic horror movies and stuff like that. You know, uh, they don't have a whole lot on Shutter anymore, or not Shutter, but Netflix anymore. I'm stuck on Shutter. If you can't tell. Yeah, uh, you know, and Netflix at first they they were basically like, you know, Nick at Night on steroids. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, uh, Poe says that Val Kilmer thought the spirit of Brando was in him. I, I think can I heard see that him. somewhere. Yep. Val Kilmer is a very artsy, weird motherfucker actor. Oh, yeah, artsy. That's what I was going to say, totally. Artsy. Um, I like Val. I love his acting. Uh, But, yeah, he's one of those people that live it. 
you know, it's not just a job. Well, that's why his wife divorced him. She got tired of every time they'd get he'd get a role, he lived that role. From the time he was trying uh, to method get the role actor, in the movie, yeah. yes, from the time he got was trying to not even have the role, he would be practicing. Because like he said, when he was home, that was just another theater for him to practice. And uh, it just pushed her over the top, and that's why they divorced. <laughs> oh, God, you sure it ain't over that stinker of a movie, The Saint? That probably would have done in any marriage. It might be. I don't even remember. I know I've seen it, but I don't remember it. Oh, that was like late 90s, I think. Yeah, I remember uh, it. Was supposed to launch him off as like the next James Bond type type character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still Elizabeth Shue was in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was in it. Yeah, I do remember bits and pieces of it. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't very good. <laughs> Poe says, little did he know, being an asshole was always within him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember uh, we had Adam Marcus, the director of uh, Jason Goes to Hell on uh, Rabbit and Red back last year or maybe year before last. Uh, super nice guy, but uh, he talked about the movie that he did with Al Kilmer, which I the name escapes me right now. But uh, <clears throat> Wikipedia, <he> said, Mike <laughs> Val Val came on to sit wearing the first pair of Crocs in whatever part of California they were in. He'd bought the first pair, and uh, he walked up to Adam Marcus. Said he walked up to him and said, "Check it out! I got the first pair of Crocs uh, in wherever the fuck they were." And then he proceeded to kick. Adam Marcus in the balls, which that sounds about right. Yeah, which I mean, it just depends. It did, you know, you could take that a couple different ways, you know, either. <laughs> what was that? That was Poe, <laughs> his Val Kilmer impression he did on a show a while, oh. a while back. But. but... <laughs> <laughs> Have you been on the CBD oil again? Are they still our sponsors? He's never been on. By the way. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, everybody. They are. Yes, they are. Uh, Mike, we, we haven't plugged them yet. Nobody's. None of them watch your show yet. I mean, I thank God uh, or that would be the end of our sponsorship. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah. A quick shout out to our sponsors: Pure Spectrum <laughs> CBD, the finest CBD products on the market. Uh. Just Any watch orders over a hundred dollars are free shipping uh, for domestic orders. Fucked up Don't that line again, the just code. like last week. Yeah, use the code. network and save fifteen percent. PureSpectrum.com. Good shit. Just ask Mike. He couldn't take it out of off his lips. Nope. Nope. But you, what I got on Val. Um, Kind of funny how this conversation turned into a 15-minute segment of Val Kilmer. But uh, anyway, he's like the kid that never grew up. Like, there's a lot of footage in his Like Michael Jackson? Were him and Michael um, Jackson friends? Oh, no, nothing like Michael. But he, he had his two brothers, and they all made these little short films and stuff like that because they had a, a movie camera. I guess it had been a VHS back then. Or no, it would have been actual film back then, wouldn't it? Because VHS has come out when we were youngins. Um, yeah, but, probably would have been so like made, high, high 8 yeah. camera or something. So they made all the films and high did little was, skits. Uh, like VHS too, wasn't it? You're thinking like 8 millimeter. Help me here. Yeah, 8 probably. Millimeter. Yep, yep, 8 millimeter. Yep. Um, 
but the, he just grew up making these little skits and they done all these little goofy things and he never really grew out of that was what i kind of got from his autobiography which can't blame the guy because if you ask me he's smarter than we are he ain't fucking grown up yet even though he's a fucking neck breather now so i guess it's one way of staying young Wait, is being a neck breather better than being a mouth breather? No. I don't know, though. You walk around all these mouths. I call them fly traps. They walk around. Okay, there you go. Uh, breathing through their foot. I just want to walk up and slap them in the fucking chin. Maybe they got Shut sinus problems. Mouth. Maybe, but good God. I work with some of them. It gets on your nerves. <laughs> Poe says, God damn, I'm not even on this show and I appear. I'm a menace and I must be stopped. <laughs> well, fuck, tell him to come on on if he wants to. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand you, buddy. Could you say that again? Oh, Thank you. you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm country as fuck. I told you that in the first one. And I'm In drunk, case you didn't get it the first 10 times, 50 times, whatever the fuck. Well, shit, we're supposed to have time of a certain time, and by the time we start, it's an hour and a half later, and I'm already six beer into it by then. Uh, you're starting to understand Mike's producing method, I see. Hey, I didn't think about that. See, the make, longer he makes you wait, the more anticipation, so it makes for a better show. Right, Mike? Ah. Uh. <laughs> that make us lose some followers though uh they don't expect us to anybody who has watched multiple shows on rabbit and red doesn't ever expect us to start on time every now and then we like to throw them a curveball and start early though <laughs> release the crappin actually because <laughs> i i'm uh i work first shift so shit i gotta get up at freaking four o'clock morning to go to work but i will take a late night of drunkenness to help further the show yeah oh hey you know uh speaking of uh poe you know we we might need uh never mind i fucked that all up uh but uh <laughs> uh anyway uh were we talking about Shudder movies? Were we going to do that tonight? Yes, that is why <laughs> our name is Shudder's Fool, if you're ready to jump into Shutter's it. Shudder's Fool! Yep. i get my shit plugged up so it doesn't die. Doing this on the old iPhone eats the shit out of the battery. All right, Cody. Well, should we jump into it, or we got any more bullshit we want to talk about? Hmm. Ah, bullshit, bullshit. Am I out of bullshit? No, we've got plenty of it, but will it be entertaining? Let's move on anyway. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. <clears throat> First off, we've got the 2022 Shutter original, A Wounded Fawn. Directed by Travis Stevens, starring Josh Rubin, Sarah Lynn, and Marlon Barr. 
The synopsis of the movie is a serial killer brings an unsuspecting new victim on a weekend getaway to add another body to his ever-going count. She's buying into his fox charms, and he's eagerly lusting for blood. Uh, this was one I just threw on. I was trying to go to sleep at night. That's usually what I do. Usually when I try to catch up on the movie watching is when I'm going to bed at night. And I was thinking, yeah, this is going to put me to sleep in no time. And it was a bit of a slow burn. I will admit, but right about the time I was just starting to drift off, it picked up. It got really interesting. I noticed some key things in it, and I wind up finishing it. And, now, uh, I hate to skip ahead, but uh, I just watched this once, so correct me if I'm wrong, but it opens with Act 1, and then probably over halfway through the movie, it goes to Act 2, and, and we never get an Act 3, right? Uh, actually, you do get an act three. Um, okay, I well, forgot it. Well, we might as well. Did I mention we, that? Well, we might as well. That there's going to be spoilers, so if you don't like, there's no way oh, yeah. to cover these two films without doing spoilers. Yeah. Um, it starts off. Um, this dude is. At, you never really know what his real job is. Um, but anyway, he's in a. He's like an art buyer. Some high-end yes. art auction, yeah. Well, this woman outbids him and gets it for her client, takes it back to her, her place. He shows up, offers her an astronomical amount for this, and he's like, and this isn't even including your cut. You don't understand. My people want this. Astronomical? He no yeah, he has no people. I mean, and he goes in, she offers him some wine, and he's like, eh, not really. He's like, well, why not? And, but the... Weapon he uses really got got me. Um, it kind of reminded me of the old Japanese samurai climbers that they have in their palm. That's just the spikes. Only his, he has uh, spikes on his fingertips, but it's like a reverse Freddy Krueger glove that he can grip them with, and he comes up behind him and grabs them by the throat and just slices part of the throat open, then does a controlled slash as he's gripping them so they don't bleed out too quick. And that's where he gets his bloodlust from. Um, so that was his first kill, and he got that piece of artwork. Uh, was that his first kill, though? I was a bit confused well, on that. He first, had a bunch wait, wait, of, wait. Uh, no, no, not his first. He's a serial killer. It's not. A, it's his first kill on this film you see. You learn oh, later yeah. that he's done this many, many, many times um, in different things. And the... I think they call her a wound... The reason it's called a wounded fawn is because this is a woman that hasn't dated much his next victim and he kind of wooed her like he was dating her invited her to his cabin in the woods and at first i thought this was going to be a purely supernatural thing you know because it like takes a flip. i thought it was wounded spoilers um, i thought it was a wounded called a wounded fawn because he wounded her and she he didn't get her killed mm -hmm. and she bashed his head in with uh, the statue that he'd stolen and uh, yeah i got the one hell of a which i'll get into that uh, <laughs> yeah but We'll get into that, but, but I... Uh... It's got, like, in, in the very beginning of it, it's got, like, the very 70-ish gritty film type, you know? I noticed like that. Half, I found that annoying, the, actually. I did, too, but then halfway through the film, it disappears. Did you notice that? No, no, I kept yeah. noticing, because they, the, they had, like, the little squigglies on the, like, on the film. I'm yeah. like, okay, this... Because it was the same squiggly, I noticed, that kept popping. I'm like, this is a... Come on, guys. <laughs> 
this is a shitty. I film. thought it quit. I thought it quit halfway. Maybe it's because I got interested in the film and didn't notice it. But uh, I, I don't think it did. It just kept going. But I'm like, okay, this this is what you see on lower end, some lower end indie films that they're trying kind to of a, give it that. A, they're a using the that, a cheap filter to yeah, a cheap filter to give yeah. it that grindhouse feel. Yeah. Yeah, if you're not Quentin Tarantino, it's hard to pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> Which um, Quentin Tarantino still shoots all his shit on film, so. Yeah, well, it, it's a better picture. It really is. I mean, even if they upgrade it to digital, it, it's a beautiful picture. I mean, look at the Rocky Balboas. Or Rocky, I mean. Look at it. It's, like, beautiful if you catch it on Blu-ray or 4K. Uh, but anyway. Uh, speaking of which, that clip that Mike played at the beginning of the show uh, uh, from Tulsa King. I haven't got that far, apparently, in the series, but I'm like... I uh, have not seen two Tulsa or three King episodes. yet. It's great. The first couple episodes were great. What's, what's it streaming on? Uh, Paramount Plus. Ah, fuck, I ain't got Paramount Plus. It'll be on something else later. Yeah, Which yeah, brings definitely. me to another thing. We need to start doing HGH, Human Growth Hormone. Because that's what Sly done, and fuck, he's, what, 75, 76? It's still in great fucking shape. I've already gotten an enlarged heart. Well, you don't do it for 25 years. You just do it for six months to an eight-month cycle and cycle it on and off. Oh, yeah. yeah if, Sly, if Sly done that his whole life, he would be dead by now. No, you can't do it. for You'd be pulling a rich piano. But uh, you can't do it your whole life. You've got to cycle on, cycle off. You just can't stay straight through. Anyway, we are, damn, we're bad about catching another railroad track, ain't we? <laughs> uh, so anyway, he, long story short, he woos this woman, takes her out to a secluded cabin out in the middle of nowhere, and as soon as she gets there, she starts seeing these supernatural things, like she's getting in the trunk of the car to See, get her bag. And Now, what, what did you take from out. that? Those were his prior victims. Well, I know that. Speaking out to her. Um, was it actual kind of ghosts their, or was or was it? Uh, I, I feel it was actual ghosts. It's um, which he's fucking batshit crazy because he sees that owl thing ever before he can kill anybody. Yeah, the um, red owl. Yeah, there's a red owl, but it's like I don't know. It's not really an owl. It's like ten foot tall, and it's like a really bad Indian Indian statue or something he sees every time, or a live action statue, I guess you'd say. But I kind of <laughs> got it that. It's un it's spirits that are unrest trying to warn his next victims. Um so she was really freaking out, this and that. And then one of the things I really noticed, there's all kinds of little things in this film that this is one of them that I really picked up on. When he comes into the cabin, did you notice the painting on the wall? Yeah. Of Yeah, with like the, the blade. Yeah. Yes, with the the hand claws and then the neck. And there were tear marks, but they weren't done in blood. I guess so nobody would notice that, or maybe his victims wouldn't think nothing of it. I don't know. But anyway, uh, so they, he was they, proud they of his much. work, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. I kind of like that. That was kind of neat. There but he, he goes back and forth. Well, like the classic psychopath, you know, he go back and forth between being remorseful for uh, uh, the things he'd done to oh, yeah. relishing in them. Oh, I think he really liked this woman, too. I don't think he wanted to do it until... Because he'd see, if you remember, he'd see the glowing red, and then he would be like, no, not yet, not yet, not yet, like he was fighting it off. But then when it finally appeared, he was like, eh, fuck it, got to now, you know? And he went after and kind of botched it. And uh, 
the art piece that he stole is one she bashed his fucking head in with it. Yeah, Gives cracked his fucking the, skull. <laughs> oh, the worst concussion I've ever seen without somebody. Uh, the fact that he got up from that, yeah, that was. Yeah. Uh, a bit and then he stuck his finger in it. The, <laughs> you well, know, there's broken the skulls. Skull back in, out. yeah, yeah. And so then, anytime he takes any kind of little bump, he's doing that. Then, so the, the movie's already the already very yeah. art house and and showing yes. you wild imagery imagery up to that point. Once he get a he gets a skull bashed in, it just goes off the fucking rails, and that is one of my problems yes. with this movie. I think at this point it becomes in Act Two, it becomes more style over substance. It's kind of that's kind of more Act Three for me when it kicks in. Well, about an hour in, yeah, um, it loses me on that until the ending, and then it makes sense. He's got all this crazy shit like the dogs chasing him that they saw in the city and just all yep. this bat shit crazy going on. But he's suffering from a fucking major concussion. And then yeah, he sees the one the that he tries to kill. Head, like, yeah. I can't remember what she, she dressed in. It was like a green feathery costume. Well, what it was, she was naked when she ran out. And she yeah. got his fucking green wood tarp and covered it up because it was like 45 yeah, degrees Yeah, and she had outside. her neck, neck taped up mm -hmm. where he'd slashed her. And... Yeah. Yeah. So he was but, hallucinating So what do you think time. happened? I, I mean, I hate to fast forward to the end, but uh, what do you think? Well, I, I didn't know how to take that. I didn't know how to take that. Did she? <clears throat> was he running through the woods and she bashed him over the head again with something? Or? Well, yeah, he was trying to chase her down and finish her off. I mean, through the whole thing, but then he got yeah. scared. He started hallucinating shit, but then you don't know if maybe the spirits weren't fucking with him or it's all hallucinations. It's kind of open to loose interpretation at this point, which... If it's not got the right director, that, it doesn't play well. That's like the only thing I didn't movie. like about it. it a well, fantasy movie done right. But this one was like, I, it was losing me. I was like, well, fuck, I really don't want to review this movie now. But then the ending of it. When you it, you still need a narrative two, story and, and uh, a conclusion that at least... And at least put you in the ballpark of, I mean, you can still leave it open to interpretation, but they need to at least put you in the ballpark as to what happened. Yeah. Which arguably this film did. I'm, I'm not sure. I <laughs> really, after a while, I really need to watch it again and, and yeah, see. I, but I've only seen it once too. So it, it um, kind of lost me in the, uh, in the third act, act, I guess yeah, that I didn't, I well, I didn't way. even know there was a third act to it. Until well, I knew the, there was a third act. I just uh, didn't, I didn't see the title. I didn't remember seeing the title card as yeah. they introduced acts one and two. Oh, true. I forgot about the title cards they put up. I guess it all just does kind of run together. They don't have, wait a minute. No, they did have a third one, I think. But I can't remember what the, I don't remember what the first two were made. Like I said, I was laying in bed and then I was making my notes when I got up in the morning. I don't have very many notes on this one. Um, but yeah, I it, mean, what can you say about it? I mean, it's shot beautifully. Uh, you just broke up on us, Code. Oh, uh, I said, what can you say about this one? I mean, it's shot, it's shot beautifully. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, cinematography is good. Um, the dialogue's good. The dialogue get a little loose from time to time but if you watch a lot of independent films you're kind of used to that uh but it ties back together until yeah. we get to the what we're calling the third act and then you're like what the fuck is this oh yeah and what then, is going on here the way i got it was 
he was just hallucinating so bad, but he was still trying to get to her because when he'd come out of his days, he knew if he didn't get her and put her down, he was going to be caught. You know, it was going to be the end of what he likes to do. And in the end of it, he comes up and she bashes his fucking head in again with a piece of big piece of wood. But oh, see, I didn't see that. that. I mean, the. I thought she did, didn't she? With a big, it's like a big fucking club or something that she finished him off with, wasn't it? I, I didn't. I don't remember seeing that. He just goes in the woods and starts hallucinating all of the seeing the owl and all these uh, other creatures. But, uh, but another thing, he must have had a shit ton of acreage around this cabin because he did not try to hide the bodies very well at all. He just no, they're right, fucking, literally in his 50, backyard. Yeah, fifty-five gallon barrels just sitting out there by a. Well, a couple of them were by a wood pile. But she did say he didn't have any na- uh, close neighbors, so they were out. Yeah, but they still, were included. still, you wouldn't leave them in a fucking fifty-five gallon drum. And you got to think, what was this chick thinking? You know, apparently she's very educated. She's the director uh, of a uh, art, art museum, museum. And, and she's like, I just met this guy. He wants me to come to a secluded cabin in the woods, and uh, what's the worst could happen? You know. Doesn't take anything to protect yourself with. No. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. That's fucking classic city folk right there. Ooh. Think about it. Ooh. What's well, fucking truth? I mean, you know, they don't ever have anything to protect themselves with. They don't carry. They don't believe in guns. No, nah, now some. No, that is not all people from an urban setting. 90% of I, I'm not going to say 90%. Okay, you know, any major city, uh, I'm going to say it's the majority, probably. Mm-hmm. But So, yeah, so we still got to get our rating schedule up so people understand it, because I really don't understand it. Uh, yeah, we really do need to make yet. that graph, don't we? Okay, this yeah, one, we <laughs> are, are we to the rating? Anything else you want to say about this one? I think that's about it. Um, it's worth the watch. It's not the best movie I've ever watched, of course, by far, but... I don't know. I guess it was just one of them that didn't have me interested. Then it reeled me in. Then it lost me, and then it brought me back in the very ending of it. Um, I enjoyed it um, for what it was. It, it certainly um, has I, redeeming qualities. I, I don't know that I ever want to watch it again. But uh, I, I was really gonna. I was really expecting more of a supernatural essence for. The yeah, the way life. it opened. Yeah, yeah. with the uh, with yeah all the. That's I mean, what, it was really. What, really leaning toward that which i I like it when a movie i like it when a movie can get uh, you know swerve me like that make me think it's going to be one thing and then it'd be something even better but the question is here was what we got better (laughs) you know and i'm not sure Um, i'm not sure i would say at least give it a watch you know i mean i wouldn't put it on like any of the top of my list to watch but it I don't know. It is worth watching, but yet at the same time, it isn't. Um, the woman was a great actor in it. I mean, she played the uptight, ritzy art bitch to the queue. Um, and even uh, was Josh Rubin, he made a very good killer. I, you could see like the ticks in him before he was going to yeah, do definitely. something. You know? Yeah, he really good, really good psychopathic killer there. You know, I mean, I I really liked his ticks, but it, he kept his his head about him to not get caught and uh mm-hmm. but i don't know could have been a lot better could have been a hell of a lot worse too 
So, Cody, yeah. what would you rate this one as? <clears throat> hmm. You know, I think I'm going to give it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't dislike the film, but I don't know if I liked it. So, so uh, that's the reason I wanted to review this one. Yeah, it it definitely it's one makes one thing. You know, you got you got to think about it. And I think it'll probably be one of those films that if you go back and rewatch it, you're going to get see see something new every time you rewatch it. See exactly. Uh, I I and I forgot to write down all the stuff I noticed, um, like the the painting on the wall. You know, and I know there was two or three other things, and I thought I had it wrote down, but I don't. Um, I'm pulling a Dave Z on this one, but uh. I kind of want to watch it again, and I kind of don't because I really don't have time, especially doing this show now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's one of them that's really hard to call. A very interesting film, I guess you could say. At times, and then times you're kind of thinking about, yeah, I'm gonna turn this motherfucker off and go to something else, and then all of a sudden it picks back up, and you're like, oh, wait a minute, you know. Yeah, uh, I would okay, say rating. I'd say it's like a roller coaster ride, but it's more like a cheap carny roller coaster ride. It's not. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Well, like that was over quick and not very satisfying. Uh, so uh, <laughs> sounds like all my ex-wives. Uh, or it was scary as fuck, and you're just happy to be off of it breathing. <laughs> eh. <laughs> oh shit! So. A Wounded Fawn. Uh, I'm going to give it seven and a half Miller Lights. Okay, well, to public curiosity, a lot of people, Miller Light is a very high-end beer. Where do you rate a Miller Light? Uh, Miller Light, Miller, a Miller Light equals maybe on a good day, 45% of a Budweiser. All right, so, that's good. It just so know. everybody knows. Everybody, uh, you do the math. To us, Budweiser is king of beer. So, I mean, that's our preferred beer. And that's kind of, of their choice. slogan, too, Trav. And, yeah. Well, yeah, well, it is the king of beer to us. Mr. Nanners says, pull up, Cody, pull up. Am I crashing that bad? <laughs> this show's not going well, is it? <laughs> it never does. Uh, uh, well, I would give it... Shit. I'd probably give it a three. Hell, I guess about a three Budweiser's. This was I'd three Budweiser's. Mm -hmm. Out of ten. So not similar ratings. Similar ratings. Not so. not horrible. Um, still not a bad time, but not great at the same time. Mildly liked it, you know, but would get up and pee as many times as I have to without pausing it. Yes. Well, kind of, but if you do, you're going to come back and be lost in a few spots, too. I was lost anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of them you had to keep your eyes glued to. But, like I said, like I said visually stunning. But, <clears throat> Cody Bob says, maybe check it out. <laughs> maybe check it out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, uh, so you want to introduce our second movie, and I'll right. go keep from pissing my pants? Go right ahead. It is another Shutter exclusive. 
starring a bunch of actors you've never heard of. Um, the synopsis during the last days of World War II, Nazi werewolves attack Allied soldiers, a bunch of Russian soldiers, who are trafficking Hitler's remains out of Germany. Um, not a bad movie, but I really do not classify this as a horror movie. Um, we both wind up watching it, so that's why we're reviewing it, folks. Um, I've got several notes on this. I'll wait for Cody to get back. It's going to be... If you, oh, there he is. All right, Cody, I just got done reading the synopsis, and uh, my first line, it's not a bad movie, but I do certainly do not classify it as a horror movie. In any way, shape, or form, I don't know how this ended up on Shudder, let alone being a Shudder original. <clears throat> I mean... Well, the only thing I can see is, by the synopsis, it says Nazi werewolves attack allied soldiers and that's so what you got think me this was in it. you think this was one of uh <laughs> shutter's execs or whoever they finds their shutter original movies for him they pick up he's like oh look this movie has werewolves we'll take it that's kind of what i was thinking um sight unseen i think they just you or were using this one as filler um, but like I said, it's not a bad movie. It's entertaining. But why? Um, There's so much great independent horror out there yes, right now. Why true. Why pick up this film uh, and not but, the thousands of other good, good yeah, great films, true. indie films that are out there right now? But you got to have, you got to have sinking turds to make the floaters rise. I mean, so this is one of them that kind of carries the weight of the other turds, I guess you could say. <laughs> I but, guess uh, so. Uh, <laughs> that being said, I wouldn't necessarily call the movie a turd. No, it's uh, not a turd at all. It's just not. If you're going into it, like I read that and I'm like, oh, cool. Fuck a werewolf movie. I haven't seen a new werewolf movie in forever. So I'm like, hell yeah. So, but yeah, it's not werewolves. Um, but now it opens, interestingly, it opens in the 90s with an elderly woman watching the news of the Soviet Union collapse. When a neo-Nazi breaks into her house, and uh, she's not your typical elderly old woman watching the news, she subdues him. Yeah, she's a former uh, Russian special forces. Learns the lead in the movie, and uh, he subdues him and sits there and decides to blow some kind of powder in him just to calm him fucking down and listen, and tells him the story of how it went down. Um, it takes, but it does. Once it gets into the movie, past that point, ninety percent of the movie—well, actually, hundred percent of the movie—takes place in Polish forests and small villages. Not a hundred percent. There's the parts with the old lady. No, I said once it gets past that. Oh, okay. Sorry, you're breaking place, up a yes. little bit there. Oh, during the open synopsis. Um. That's the thing that got me once I figured out there's really no werewolves. They're just Nazis who dress in bear and wolf skins. Which, that was a real use, thing uh, during the war. Uh, I remember. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. It actually was. Um, but I was expecting, you know, because Hitler thing with his uh, SS uh, stormtroopers and shit like that, where he was trying to, he actually was trying to build the super soldier. 
he they they uh-huh. did actually he did have scientists that were trying to bring the soldiers back from the dead to put them on the front line. I mean, there's yeah. there's actually documentation on that. I know it's a lot of conspiracy theory bullshit too. Oh yeah, well that but, uh, uh, they he was, Hitler was trying to discover time travel and uh, all kinds of mm-hmm. crazy shit. Oh yeah, but anything to give and, him the advantage the uh, oh, yeah. advantage in the war. Yeah, now, he was a crazy little fucker. But yes. they were all dressed in the, the bear and wolf skins, and they used wild mushrooms and lichen and like or lichen or lichen that. Something, I don't know, I couldn't understand them when they said it. Basically, but poisonous anyway. mushrooms are mushrooms that may, would make you trip balls. Mushrooms and a couple herbs, they would catch these little balls they made on fire and throw them in behind enemy lines and wait for them to get high as fuck, and they'd run in with all their fucking boar and, and uh, bear and wolf skins on, and they'd just fucking flip out because they were hallucinating. Yeah, that made and them easy targets. Yeah. yeah, that's what made them able to overrun them. And, uh, yeah, I... I hated that aspect of it, but it was still a good enough movie to keep me going. I'm like, all right, this really isn't fucking horror, but I was entertained by it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, long story short, they're transporting Hitler's body back to Russia because yes. Stalin wants it so he can show <laughs> that he has defeated his uh, yep. nemesis. And uh, the the Nazi war machine is dead without their leader is what he's wanting to show. Yeah. And uh, Which he's wanting to the, break the, war, the spirits of all the yeah. other Nazis out there. Yeah, uh, and I, I like the historical aspect of this because mm-hmm. I could actually see something like that actually have happened. You know, the reason kind of like when oh, they yeah. killed when they killed Bin Laden, <laughs> and uh, yeah. it, I, I use parentheses. I don't know. Maybe they killed him. Fuck, I don't know. We never got any proof besides some really sketchy looking photos and they said they dumped his body in the ocean you know same with hitler you know no we never found hitler yeah somebody knows what happened to hitler i really think bin laden is locked in the clinton's basement and that's hillary's sex slave a fate worse than death yes (laughs) now he has to play with the nastiest wind towers in existence But uh, on the flip side of they're trying to transport Hitler's body, the Nazis' main goal is to get Hitler's body back so they can make a film or document and say, this is not Hitler's body. And that is pretty much the main plot. It is just a big kind of, well, not big, kind of small war back and forth trying to hide the body, get the body, get the body back. See, and when it started out, I thought it was going to go more su- supernatural too, because they had to I bury it every night. They had to bury the box with Hitler in oh, it every no. night. I'm like, and What's that going was just to hide here? it. That was just to hide yeah. it. I thought, I thought the fucker was like done something to himself. Where, like, I I really thought Hitler was going to be a fucking werewolf in this movie from where they were burying the body every night and this and that. And yeah, it, it there's nothing supernatural at all on this movie at all. But, <laughs> Still not a bad movie. Um, good acting. I mean, very good acting. Yeah, cinematography everybody uh, did really well. Beautifully shot. I mean, you took at all the forest scenes, even whenever they're in the villages and the pub. Everything shot well. Um, the gore is just right for gunshot wounds, not too over the top, but, you know, not just a little spurt of blood here and there. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, and, and you I, gotta love that. That's brilliant writing, and even relevant, more relevant now than than ever. How you know the whole movie is based on the Germans just wanted to get the uh, Hitler's body so they can manipulate the me people through the media to think that it's false. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, all it's all about the whole movie is about media manipulation. Yeah. But, you know, I feel this movie would have been a lot better delivered if it wasn't marketed so hard as a horror movie. You know, if they would have left the. I whole, didn't watch the trailer. What what did the trailer lead? They showed lead you to believe that they, it was horror? Yes. You know, the few times when the uh, the the Nazi werewolves were attacking. And you see, like, the werewolf creature coming through that. That's what they showed you on the fucking trailer uh, and shit. They didn't show you the bearskin guys and this and that. And I think and they so had many movies have done that before. <laughs> oh, I know. Where, uh, where they mislead you in the trailer, and and you don't you don't like the movie upon first watch just because it it's so jarring. Uh, oh that yeah, it, it's not what they portray to you uh, in the trailer, but. But later on, you know, you can appreciate it more. Kind of like well, like we talked about in the last episode with the, the first Hatchet film. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, back to the comments. Uh, Jamie Wilson wants to know, Travis, what's the beer you're drinking? Budweiser. I don't do diet beer, not Bud Light. It's full flavored. I'm not on any diet. Starting to slur a little bit, ain't I? <laughs> No, that's just your internet connection. Must yeah, be my internet good. connection, too. I'm not going to... Uh, no, I ain't saying shit about my internet connection. I've had bad internet for 10 fucking years, and now I got Starlink, and I'm very fucking happy, thank you. Now the world <laughs> can hear you. Fucking right. <laughs> fucking right. Pull out the Peaky Binders uh, accent for that. Fuck. Uh but for this movie, this particular movie, I have to give it two separate ratings. For a horror movie rating, since it is on Shutter, I give it two and a half Paps Blue Ribbons. I like Paps. They make me sick. They're too sweet. Yeah. Uh, as horror. a horror movie, okay. Uh, yes. Okay, I'll do my as a horror, and then we'll do ratings as a, just as a movie Action in film. general. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, as a horror movie, uh, I'll give it. Uh, I don't want to be too rough. I'll give it uh, three natty lights, just for the blood and you know that they had yeah. to skin the wolves and the pigs and stuff. You know, to yeah. wear you know, and it never showed that though. Uh, okay, two natty for lights. All, for all you know, they bought that at the farmer's fucking market. Those were pig. Those were farkin farm pigs. Okay, two natty daddies. Yeah, there we go. That's a little better. All right, and now for the actual film, I would classify, I would really classify this film as a fictional historical action film. This is where I would put this on film logic. Uh, and for that, I would give it probably a 4.5. I'm kind of on a tipping point, a 4.5 to a 5 Budweiser's for that. I mean, it, uh, it was an entertaining film. As as just an all around interesting story goes, mm -hmm. and or interesting film, uh, 
that shot well, well, well acted. Uh, I, I'll give it a little better than that. I, I'd go, uh, I'd go six and a half Budweisers. You know, you're probably right. I, I am a little short changing it there because. Yeah, well, it's shot. It course, is shot well. Well, well acted, whenever, you know, it's, when I wrote it's down these ratings too, right along. I had just freshly finished it when I wrote down these ratings too. And I was still looking at it more on the horror side. So yeah, if you look at, yeah, I'd probably have to give it about a six, a six Budweiser's for because I mean it's it, yeah, like you said, the acting's good in it. Um, I like the plot. I really like the plot. It, um, and like Budweiser, it deserves six because it has it has a solid flavor to it. Yes, yes, a solid does. strong flavor. Very solid flavor. Yeah, and you know I feel strong plot. I think they could have done a lot more with it, but uh, of course I don't know their their budget on it either. But as we got a strong flavor with this one, as compared to a wounded fawn, was which was more like one of those really fruity drink, new fruity drinks that the bartender's trying out. You know that just insists yeah. it's going to be the best thing you've ever tasted, and then it tasted tastes like shit and has less alcohol in it than. Uh, than a Wait, hand are you wipe. calling me a bartender? <laughs> are you calling me the bartender? Code? I don't know. Do you make fruity drinks? No, I'm the one that advised us to cover this film. Oh. Actually, both of these picks were mine. But, I mean, I wanted to see what you thought of it because it's the hey, Wounded Fawn is one of those you can go 15 different directions with this film, you know, yeah. as far as looking at it, so... Yeah, and I'd love to. I'd love to look more into it, read more into mm -hmm. it, and and see what what the director and the and the writer actually what yeah. their thoughts on the film were, and what they exactly. intended the meaning for some of the uh, the many trippy scenes in it. And I would also like to have some of our listeners give us some feedback on what they think of it too. They don't care, you know. I'm about to say if we get some that have some good uh, comments or something, we might invite them on the show for just a short. Absolutely. Uh, Jamie Wilson <laughs> says again, said uh, being from the UK, she thought your beer was an IPA. He, oh, she, really? sorry, Jamie can oh, go I either like way. I, I like IPA. There's, I'm going to say I drink, I drink quite a lot of beer, but Budweiser is just my go-to. It's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, we're um, not beer snobs by any means. No, 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 no. Um, but it's like Coors Banquet is one of my favorites too. Uh, just discovered in the little stubby ago. bottle, the little stubby bottle. Yes, yes. There's uh, a lot of the younger kids going, "Oh, that's the Cry Kid beer." Uh, <laughs> Johnny Lawrence beer. Yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, it's, yeah. I like um, a wide variety. I like. Well, I would say a lot of wide variety, but actually there's a lot of the, uh, oh, what do you call them? The, the mini brewery companies that have, I haven't found a Samuel Adams. I like it. Um, now land shark, I do like land shark beer. They're uh, a really mellow beer. Um, yeah, it's, they're it's a beer, a beer when you're just wanting to have, yeah, they, they are light beer. Uh, but they're just one when you're just wanting to chill and kick back and just, relax and they're smooth and i think they're i think they're a really good beer to uh bring women on deck with beer if they're not beer drinkers if you're they're wanting to start off with a beer start them off with the land shark um they're pretty smooth yeah. they don't have any of the bitter beer taste anything it, like that, uh, back flavor 
It brought me to mind of a uh, rolling rock. I don't think I've ever had a rolling rock. Yeah, I don't. No. I like bass. If, I like Guinness. If you thought there um, was a, if you thought there was a, wasn't a lighter beer than a Michelob Ultralight, you're wrong. <laughs> oh God, really? Mick Ultras go down like water for me. We were at the bowling alley a while back, and I had to quit drinking them because I was like seven or eight in, and I didn't have a buzz, and they were going down like water. And they're five bucks. You didn't have a buzz, and all you had to do was piss every five seconds. Yeah, I know. Uh, Jamie Wilson says uh, we should try Gamma Ray. I haven't tried that. Gamma Ray. uh, I will. Where's that from? I can't can't hear her. She's she's not on. Jamie, call in. He or she or hell yeah, uh, guys. There's a calling yeah. line too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike, Cody, you want to put, put that call in line number? up? It's it's um, he's a he's a he. He. Okay, sorry. Okay, okay, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, Mike. Okay, from the UK. Uh, okay, okay, Mike. Uh, put the call in line so some of our listeners can holler back at us sometimes during some of these shows. I think that'd be a good idea too. Nobody ever calls in, Trap. You never know. They may. But does anybody know the number? It's right there at the bottom of the screen. 215-240-7839. Okay. Well, I can't see the whole screen because I'm on an iPhone. I'm a cheap bastard. But, uh... So, shall we jump to some news? Uh, right after this commercial break. I can't stay like this forever, Mike. I can't either, Wikipedia Mike. Come on. <laughs> what is going on here? Hello, Billy. I want to play a game. Who are you? I am Jigsaw. Man, I thought Ronald McDonald done got on them methamphetamines. By the way, Mr. Ronald McDonald, what have I got on, huh? Because I wasn't wearing this when I went to sleep, all right? I was wearing breeches. So who put these on me? Uh, don't worry about that. Let's just play the game. You got me naked, didn't you? You pervert. I didn't look, okay? You say you want to play a game? Man, the last time a girl cuffed me up said she wanted to play a game, my butt hurt for the next three days. It's not that kind of game. Well, what kind of game we playing? Monopoly? Jenga? No, you moron. This game involves life or death. Every day for five years, you went to KFC. You got a four-piece. Do you know how many chickens you have eaten in your lifetime? Now it's time for the chickens to get payback. As you can see, you are attached to a wired device. On the wired device is a timer. You have two minutes. If you cannot find the key in two minutes to release yourself, the timer will go off. The feeder will then drop chicken feed upon your wiener, where the chickens will then run, and they will peck your wiener until you die. Two minutes? Man, two minutes is not a long time. Your wife wishes she could get two minutes. (laughs) How you know about my love life? You been peeping through my window? As you can see, I have ten ferocious, bloodthirsty chickens that haven't been fed in ten days. You have two minutes. Maybe you can hatch a plan to escape. Oh, God. Oh, God. Only got two minutes. What am I going to do? Let's see. 
When an animal's trapped, it'll chew off a limb to escape. <laughs> okay, maybe I can contort my body and get out of this. working god dang it all right maybe i can get my legs free oh my time's up no 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 ah! no no not not my waiter not my waiter <coughs> Let's get this run over with. Holy shit. I have to apologize for everybody watching that they had to set through that. Cody and I had no clue. Oh. Uh. oh. There is no way you're Cody, walking you're that muted. fast. I gotta make it to the house. Ah, I got you. I know she's running. Hello, this is Dr. Loomis. Uh-oh. Hey, Were we both Dr. muted? Loomis. Michael Myers is out. He's out of the loony bin, man. He's here in my yard. He's gonna kill me. Oh no, that is not Michael. Michael is still in the insane asylum. Okay, that I hear it in the background, Cody. Can you hear me, Cody? Oscar. Oscar? As in Oscar Myers? <laughs> I, don't I, worry. He is not a murderer. Okay. Oh, you froze up on me. Oh, why do we still hear it in the background? I don't know, because sometimes there's a delay thing i don't know are you there cody i think he's still processing. i think so okay yep, he's here he i can't see you guys all right oh there we go okay okay there we go yeah it oh. takes I, all right are you ready are you ready for the news now i'll start that then yeah we're ready for the news i think <laughs> uh, <laughs> why not okay i'm back now I was never gone, I don't guess. Damn, pop-up ads! <laughs> oh, hell, I feel special. I didn't know this was redneck news. Shit, if I'd known that, I'd have spruced it up a little I, bit. I don't know if I have any redneck news. Do you have any news on well, redneck news? Evil Dead Rise yeah. is starting, it's either April or February. I don't know all the sites I were going to. Some of them were saying April, some said February. And we talked about the trailer last week, remember? Oh, shit, we did. Oh, well, well it's probably going to be good enough. We're going to talk about it again. Maybe. Remember when they said it's going to start? Nope. Yep, I don't either. It's April or February, y'all. Then this we year. talked about Winnie, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, and... uh. There's another one coming out just called Blood. I believe it's on Shudder, if I remember right. Damn, I is that with Winnie the Pooh, too? No, no, no. This is just Blood. And it's January 27th. Yeah, it's on. No, it's okay. It's got a limited release, the 27th, in theaters. And then on the 31st, it's coming out on Shudder. With Tigger? Um, do what? 
with Tigger? No, 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 no. This is just blood. Um, it kind of looks good. It looks it looks pretty decent. Just Jenga? from the short little preview I saw. Rabbit. You got anything, Code? Eeyore. Pooh and ate all them. They can't have their own uh, show. Well, damn. <clears throat> uh, no. Oh, uh, on uh, the blood and honey thing, I do have. They've. Uh, it's it's getting a bigger release now. Uh, looks like it's going to be released on fifteen hundred screens nationwide. Hopefully, one of them will be Popper Bluff. I want to see it in the theater. I want to take the kids to it. Yeah, wait for it. <clears throat> wait for it. What do you got? I'm waiting. Wait for it. Oh, that's the name of the short film. Oh, I don't know what oh, I'm waiting okay. for. I thought you wanted me to do something. <laughs> I thought he was fixing to fart. I was like, yeah, we got to get real redneck on this shit. <laughs> Wait for it is uh, the new short film from David J. Stiev. Uh, anyway, the, the uh, screenwriter or the co-screenwriter of uh, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Uh, and uh-huh. it is the first film... Yeah, right there. Uh, it, although it's a short film, it's based in the Leslie Vernon <laughs> Vernon universe. Uh, that will be interesting. If uh, uh, and, any and of our listeners, about, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. If any of well, our listeners have say, not seen it, the behind the mask, I highly advise it. It's very entertaining. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. Uh, one of the best uh, meta slashers. I like it. May not be popular opinion. I like it better than Scream as far as being a meta slasher. Um, I put them neck and neck. But anyway, uh, the co-writer is back. He's uh, This is his directorial debut. I guess he's just been screenwriting, uh, been screenwriter before. Uh, anyway, uh, he's doing the short film, and I don't know when it comes out. It Again, this year. But uh, it... it goes from the perspective of a survivor girl who's already survived her first encounter with a slasher in the world. It doesn't say whether or not it's Leslie Vernon, probably not, uh, but it's in the same world uh, universe as Leslie Vernon. And uh, it, it, this is told from her point of view. So I guess they're going to probably do it the documentary style way, like, uh, like they did with uh, the rise of Leslie Vernon. And uh, except it'll be from the survivor's perspective, so uh, I'm interested. Yeah, and I, and uh, I really hope because he's been writing a lot. Uh, David J. Steve, Stevie, Steve, I don't know, but uh, anyway, he's been writing a lot for Blumhouse. So I'm hoping this piques interest, and maybe, just maybe, we can finally get a sequel to Behind the Mask. That'd be cool. <clears throat> I'd watch yeah, it. We, we, I've said, I mean, it blows my mind that we get sequels to these shitty direct, well, oh, I say, I still yeah. say direct to video, but these really low budget <laughs> shit films. And then yeah. we can't, we can't get sequels to these other great independent films that truly deserve a sequel. Oh, yeah. And have a huge following. But uh, yeah, wait for it. It's uh, you're gonna have to wait for it because we don't know when it's coming out. Well, that's a lot like my next one. Um, 
it's in development and there's no date nothing it's under development i don't even know what streaming service is going to consider what but i just really like the name it's called breeders and that's really all i know about it but that and the artwork looked really cool wasn't that like a 90s sci-fi post post-apocalyptic film I don't know. I haven't really researched it. I didn't have time, but I saw that. And but this one's supposed to be in development. Either that, or it was a '90s <clears throat> sci-fi apocalyptic porno film. Actually, it could be a porno film. I don't think it is, though. It's supposed to be horror related, yeah. but I'm sure there's some of them called that. Uh, and also, Cody, um, have you heard anything on them potentially doing a reboot of The Howling? No, no, I hadn't. Uh, I found just a little snidbit on somewhere. The Howling, it's supposed to be in development slash something. I can't remember what it said, but uh, they're supposed to be looking at revamping The Howling, which I think would be pretty cool because we have not had a decent werewolf movie in quite a while. Uh, I just, I am so disenchanted with werewolf films at this point we we haven't got a really good one we've had some fair exactly. ones don't get me wrong i liked wolf cop that was a great comedy um oh yeah that, that was a decent one that was fun um but it seems like the only good werewolf films we've got since the howling to speak of well bad moon was okay uh bad moon was good uh um, skinwalk skinwalkers was good it's fucking suck balls man you thought Skinwalker uh, sucked? I thought it was decent. The script was the the uh, practical effects were good, but the uh, the story and the acting was terrible. The story was just uh, the paper acting thin. was rough. A lot of the acting was rough. Yeah, I thought the plot. Yeah, the special was effects decent. didn't save it for me. <clears throat> no, but uh, yeah, we it, it's odd because uh, the only good werewolf things that come to uh, werewolf movies that come to mind beside after the howling, uh, maybe teen wolf, the original oh, Michael J. Fox one, not, uh, no, not no, the uh, MTV no. series, which we'll get that. And, uh, uh, wolf cop. Yeah. The comedy. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then your, uh, Oh, oh shit, Silver Bullet. The, Silver uh, Bullet. Silver Bullet was badass. Yes. But even <clears> the <throat> werewolf looked shitty in that, but it was still a good movie. Oh, yeah. But if you think about it, though, back in the day, I mean, with no CGI, werewolf would be very hard to pull off to look good. Uh, they did it in The Howling, and it, it came out, if not the it same year, within a year of, uh, of Silver Bullet. Mm-hmm. That is a lot bigger budget movie, too. Um, but yeah, unless you're gonna do the uh, oh, there's a lot of people that are fans. Oh, the Kate Beckinsale ones where she's a vampire. Oh, god, um, yeah, the um, underworld movies, yeah, yeah, underworld. Now, the first one, you gotta admit, but I just think that's because we were young and she was in tight leather through the whole movie. That's probably a big part of it. Watch uh, that I at did... my first divorce party. <clears throat> I remember that. Now I did kind of like Rise of the Lichens. I will give it that. That one maybe that could be because it had uh, what's her name in it, the British woman. The the poor man's Kate Beckinsale. 
Oh, yeah, I think she's hotter than Kate Beckinsale. She's the one in Boston Legal, and I cannot think of her not name no to save my life. I don't know. She's still not bad. She's got a few miles on her, but don't we all? It's uh, Rona Mitra. Yes, Rona Mitra. Exactly. Rona oh, Mitra, yeah. if you're watching, we still love you. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Especially you know, after uh, that scene in uh, Hollow Man. I tell you what's crazy, though. The old Howling movies, try to find all those on DVD. After you get past three and four and there's one the Circus Freaks, they get ridiculously high. I was trying to get them. Remember when Smalk, you know, Scenic River Video was going out? Mm-hmm. I bought all his old Howling ones because I got them for like four or five bucks a piece. And uh, then I got to looking them up. I'm like, holy shit, I'm getting a buy on these. So I started looking all the others. And, Mike, he didn't have them because you cannot find the one. I can't remember which one is the Circus Freaks. I could not find it for under $100 for a fucking. They're out of print. They've been out of print forever. So, yeah, if any uh, of our listeners I think are out the last there, time I watched it was on VHS. Yeah. So, if any of our listeners out there and they see a DVD and in the howling, jump on them. Because they're yeah. they're worth some money. Well, now there were would... some now, but just imagine, and mm-hmm. you know, in, in ten years we're probably going to be with DVDs like mm-hmm. uh, we are with VHSs right now. Mm-hmm. You know, ten years ago everybody was throwing away their VHS, <clears throat> or more like oh, yeah. fifteen years ago or better. And now, now you know they're <laughs> highly sought after. And in another ten years, you think everybody's going to have the common sense to hold on to their dvds oh, or no. and look oh look how many people's throwing them away after blu-ray and 4k come out you know yeah which uh i i don't want to make mike cry you know we still love blu-rays too mike oh i i like blu-ray i'm i don't invest enough in a 4k tv or whatever i mean there's yeah there's a difference but not big enough for me to invest in 4k well i'm colorblind <laughs> in case anybody didn't know i I say that about every five minutes, but to me, they're just, call, I just call them rays. Yeah. <laughs> that fucker can watch laser disc and thinks it's great. <laughs> and we laser have disc watched laser fucking disc. Great. Fuck Bullshit. yeah. Oh my God. Watch a quarter of a movie, have to stop and flip it over. And the picture just like the old, just like the old LPs, <clears throat> final LPs. No. Yeah, dude, the picture right. was worse than VHS. That's like, why are we watching this, Cody? Don't you have this on DVD? Yep, but it's not the same. I'm like, you damn right, it's not the same. This looks like a fuzzy mess. Uh, n- any more for just, the news, Cody? You just described uh, half of your high school girlfriends. No, not all of them. They knew how to use razors. Not that's, a fuzzy mess. That's all. That's all your ex-wives. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> werewolves. Okay, you got anything else for the news? I think we're past the werewolf thing. Are we past the werewolf thing? Well, we're getting, a, it looks like we're going to be getting a Chucky season three. It has been greenlit. Ah. And should be out before the end of the year, apparently. The first season of Chucky is now streaming on Shudder. Oh, nice. I did not know so, that. Oh, I will probably start watching that tonight after we get off the uh, podcast. Yeah. Oh, five to first ten season's good. I, I haven't, 
I haven't watched uh, season two yet, but uh, the first season, I was surprised by it when whenever I heard it was going to be a sci-fi series, which I know sci-fi is a lot better than it used to be, but I'm still stuck in that early 2000s stigma of sci-fi original content where everything oh, they put out was too. just oh. so bad. <laughs> yes, yes, same here. Well, and I'm I trying, don't I'm anymore, trying so. to evolve past that, and uh, but it Ah, they burned me too many times <laughs> and I let them burn me. <laughs> okay. Well, I've got another, uh, one that just dropped on nail. Well, not, uh, fuck, I've had too many beer, not dropped on shutter, but one that just dropped on nail flicks, the pale blue eye. Uh, oh just- yeah. <laughs> the new Christian bell film and Robert Duvall is in it. Robert Duvall's? Holy yes. shit, I didn't know that. One of my acting favorites. He's an old Absolutely. man now. Uh, the synopsis on it is a veteran detective who investigates a series of grisly murders and will go on to become the world-famous author Edgar Allan Poe. Poe's in it. Look at there. Ah. So We can't <clears> get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The fucker's everywhere. He's even on Netflix. But, uh, yeah, I've watched... <laughs> I have watched uh, not very much of it. It's when the kids were home, so I didn't get very developed, but it doesn't look like too bad of a film. Kinda uh, looks I, was, like a I watched very, the trailer, yeah. Kind of looks I'm like intrigued. a very gruesome Sherlock Holmes is what it reminds me of. Yeah, gruesome. Uh, so. <laughs> maybe cut with Jack the River, you know, mm-hmm. uh, some inspiration oh. from that. Uh Another one that is on back on Shutter that I just discovered a few years ago when it was first on Shutter, Near Dark, nineteen eighty-seven. Oh yeah, Lance Anderson oh, yeah. at his best. Bill Paxton the, too. The late great Bill Paxton and the iconic Lance Anderson. I I don't know how this one slipped through the cracks on me because this is the first time I'd really? seen it when it first come on Shutter. Yeah. I had never seen it before, and I was like, wow, it was a great film. I enjoyed it. I watched it two times in a row. I think I caught it uh, several times on Encore as a kid. Yeah, I mean, I had never seen it, and I don't know how this one, especially with the cover art that would have been on the VHS back in the day. Yeah. I don't know how, I remember because it. that's like an awesome cover art. You know, it's Bill Paxton all fucked up, and, you know, it's pretty cool. But I uh, really like that one. So what do you got else for the news code? Uh, oh, yeah. Back to the comments here. Uh, Jamie Wilson says Alice in Borderland is good. Uh, I, I think I've seen previews for that, but I haven't. Is that a series or a movie? I'm, I'm I foggy on it. I vaguely um, remember hearing. Is it a, is it horror or is it, I think it's more of action, isn't it? Is it like post-apocalyptic though, right? Okay. Yeah. That's how it dips into the horror uh, aspect. And uh, Jamie also says that, uh, yeah, pretty enjoyable was Pale Blue Eye. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. It's on my list. Yeah, I'm I'm going to. Actually, uh, I need to restart I'm it. a Christian Bell fan anyway. Uh, even his oh, yeah, he's a great movies, actor. he elevates him. <clears throat> and yes, uh, also says, uh, uh, says, all of us first episode was good. I'm, I'm assuming that uh, Jamie means that uh, The Last of Us the first episode on HBO Max was good, which also 
Uh, I don't know if anybody noticed, uh, just a couple days before that come out, HBO Max jacked up their uh, prices. Oh, yeah, that don't surprise so, me. So, bad on oh, HBO yeah. Max. Well, my problem is with them, they're trying to play catch-up. They're trying to get into the streaming game. When they held on too long and being satellite exclusive. They're they're basically and, the DC uh, universe of the... Uh, of the superhero movies uh, right now. Oh, I don't know. I see DC has better quality than quantity. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, and I'm not a big Batman. superhero movie guy. Yeah, and, and they had a good Superman too, which uh, <laughs> James Gunn just uh, just shit canned. Ah, fuck Superman. I actually, actually, I don't be. know. Hey, I don't. All you know. all you got to do is win the fucking lottery, and you can be Batman. I guess. <laughs> you need a shit ton of movie. You need to disappear for five years, learn how to fucking fight, and have a black market make a shit ton of toys for you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I just didn't have the love for the last, the Batman film like a lot of people I, did. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen that one yet. And it's oh. nothing against Robert Pattinson. He did uh, He did just fine in it. it, it just, another thing. Uh, uh, God, that was a long Val, movie. Val Kilmer. Um, he turned. They offered him the next Batman movie, and Val Kilmer turned it down. He was really looking forward. He hated playing Batman. He's like, you can't act. He said, you're in a fucking suit, a rubber suit that you hyperventilate in. You can't act. All you can do is turn your head, and they see your mouth, and you talk. That's all you do. There's no acting when you're Batman. So he turned down the next Batman movie. Don't tell me there's no acting when you play Batman. That, that'd be like Kane Hodder saying there's no acting when you play Jason. No, no, no. Well, they can move, but no, I've heard a lot of them say, yeah, like George Clooney said, an 11-year-old kid could kick the shit out of you if you're in the Batman suit. Oh, yeah, because he can't move, now, yeah. Yeah, but now it's not like Christian Bale's Batman suit, you know. This is the old Batman suit that's all one-piece fucking rubber. You yeah. Know? So I can understand why they wouldn't want to be. He said it broke his heart, you know, playing Batman. He said, your actors around you is what makes the movie. It's not you playing Batman. He said, you're just a fucking voice. Yeah, and that could, <laughs> that being said, it could be because he had some pretty great actors surrounding him in that. You know, he had oh, yeah. fucking Tommy Nicole, Lee Jones and Nicole Jim Carrey. Kidman, Jim Carrey, uh, uh, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, he had a shit ton you of You said Nicole Kidman twice. You like that yeah. one? <laughs> yeah, I'm a, a rape, too many murder, reasons. rape. You said rape twice. I like that yeah, one. Yeah. She's a little overripe, but adds to be all right. Yeah, she's been with Keith Urban. I have no interest. <sighs> that baby couldn't have done nothing. He's younger than we are. He didn't hurt it. What are you talking about? He's like pushing sixty, man. Keith Urban? Yeah, Keith Urban. No, hey. he ain't hey. either. Ha! You you guys you guys want to see crippled Batman? Yes. <laughs> He's crippled Batman. That ain't crippled Batman. That's the fucking penguin on a meth rage. <laughs> that is the penguin on meth rage. That's the Riddler. He's like, where'd my fucking hands go? Riddle me this. He's got flippers. He's the penguin. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I feel I feel bad about that one. 
I know. Oh, he'll get a kick oh, out of it. Fucking killed Mike again. Damn it. Mike, that was scary. <laughs> Mike, get some CBD oil. Calm down. Um, there's another one coming out that I'm interested in. The Lair. It is directed by, excuse me, Neil Marshall. Okay. Who came out with Dog Soldiers. Dog Soldiers, right yes. Day. Um, it's getting really hey, mixed reviews. I don't know if it's out yet or not. Dude? Yes. Yes. Was that Neil Marshall? Oh, fuck. I'm yes. on board. I love Dog I, Soldiers. And, I am uh, too. Uh, this one takes place in Afghanistan. Um, I don't remember who... It really doesn't matter, but I don't remember whose side the soldiers were fighting on. But anyway, they have a crash landing, and they wind up, you know, the Afghans are after them, and they wind up finding these caverns, and they get down in these caverns, uh, and they run I into the lair or yeah. something. Um, it's getting really mixed reviews. Um, some of them says it's his most dog soldier-esque picture since dog soldiers, but this isn't good, and the other half are loving it. It's one of them, I think, you're either going to really fucking like it, or you're or you're gonna hate it is what I'm seeing on the reviews I looked up. But then that I did not remember to write down where it's streaming. It's so it's Neil Marshall. <laughs> I'll give it a I'll give it a shot. Uh, I'm sure we can find it someplace. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I it'll be on Shutter eventually. I'm sure Shutter or Netflix, one of the two. Those are my main yeah. two streaming that and Prime. I do prime, it just, of course. Uh, it broke my too. heart that uh, that he didn't do the uh, descent sequel because the sequel was uh, it wasn't horrible, but I mean it was the sci-fi it original. Lacked. It was a sci-fi original it, sequel. Yes, it, <laughs> it was not horrible, but when you, if especially if you watch them back to back, it really lacked from the first one. Yeah, it. It was well, the, of course. I mean, in our, in our the, day, it was the, the direct to video sequel. The only, I mean, of course, when I first saw him in it, you know, the the uh, the sheriff, the uh, the only one they could afford to get the uh, good guy, but he's not really a good guy. He's a dumbass bad guy with a badge. Was Gary Busey's son? I'm like, yeah, this isn't gonna be much of a movie. <laughs> I love Gary Busey. I like Gary Busey, not his son. Oh yeah, Jake Busey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's not much of an actor. Watch um. Uh, well, he Go tries to act too. like his dad. I don't think he can help it. Well, yeah, Watch I, Roadhouse I, too. Well, okay. he's we not both try much, not to act like our dads, and look, you know, he's not much of an actor. He's like he's 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 fucking Jake Busey in every movie you see. I'm you Jake know. Busey. Yeah, his dad was. You remember that character? You know, Point Break, Under Siege, Lethal Weapon. You know, you don't crazy Gary Busey. Yeah. No, I mean he had his same. You know, he was a very good character actor. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Uh, no, it was when he got older he was crazy Gary Busey. In real more life, more affiliated. With, yes, in real life. But his did son you hear about that back here a couple months ago? He, uh, God, where was I? I think in Houston, Texas, maybe at a, a big uh, three day uh, horror. Con, he uh, he got uh, kicked out after the first day for groping uh, guest. Well, can you blame him at his age? I mean, fuck. What do you got to worry yeah, about? Yeah, he's like 77 or 78 now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, might I mean, as well think about it. it for, and before for you the, die, you know? Yeah. Hey, think about it. 
for the 50 or 60 that turn him down saying he's a nasty old man, he's liable to get one or two of them that are into that shit, and it's going to make his whole fucking year. Can you blame him? And he can die happy? I mean, well, you know. We got to get him something he ain't got to pay for. Well, like the old man at the retirement home. This got dark quick. I don't think it's that dark. We can get a lot fucking darker than this. Uh, let's save All that right. for the Patreon. <laughs> Give me something else for the news, Code. I got one more. The news. The news. Uh, I, I got some news. I got some. Ah, oh, it looks like uh, Kevin, Will- Kevin Williamson uh, of Scream fame uh, is writing at least one episode for the new upcoming uh, Paramount Plus Crystal Lake series by uh, Brian Fuller. I have not heard about this Crystal Lake series. You haven't heard about it yet, really? Uh, yeah, Brian Fuller, the guy behind uh, Hannibal, the Hannibal series. Yeah, it may be okay. Those were entertaining. Uh, he's they were behind different. it, and like I said, Kevin, Kevin Williamson is writing at least one episode for the uh, first season, and uh, they're bringing back Adrian King, Alice uh, from the original Friday Thirteenth. As uh, I don't know if she's going to be playing herself, doubtful, but she's going to have a reoccurring role. That's cool. So that that is cool. Uh, it's from uh, A24 Studios, and they put out. A lot of decent stuff, so I'm cautiously optimistic. And and at this point, just glad to get any fucking new Friday the 13th content. Yes and no. Which, uh, since the lawsuit has been somewhat settled between uh, as long uh, as Victor Miller... Doesn't get it. Yeah, I've kind of got a sour taste in my mouth after the Halloween... Trilogy. I haven't seen Halloween Kills yet. Kills or ends? Ends, my bad, not kills. Ends. Don't. Just Halloween don't. Ends. Just stop at Kills. Kills was a fun movie. Kills yeah. was fun. Don't watch um, ends. Don't do not do it to yourself. But. Mike, tell I, them how well, bad ends is. Right. Well, and it's not just that. Ends is the best since curse. You need to watch it now. I'll end this show right now for you to go and watch it. No, they shit all over the entire franchise every time. It's like a big steaming turd. It's Halloween three for 2023. I no, I like Halloween three. Well, you'll like this one in time, just like people in 1982 hated Halloween three. But like Halloween three now, so it'll take about, forty years, but you'll get there. What about Halloween Resurrection? This I put it, I put it below Resurrection without without any oh, hesitation. No. no, not at all. Come on, Halloween it's always will be the worst. So it would be the the, so the Dave Z Halloween good. colon Resurrection. It's it below is that. Worse than that. It, Damn. And I'm not saying this from a uh, from. A, a <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry, folks. We're my main technical difficulties. My main thing with I don't want Blumhouse to get Friday the Thirteenth is 
I don't want it to get Blumhouse. Don't get me wrong. Blumhouse has put out a lot of films I like, and they put out a lot of films. They're great. I don't like it. Not great, but good at original horror. I'll give them that. Um, They are doing what Canon Films did during the 80s. Don't they're trying not not even all the original. Um they oh shit, how did how do you express it without using something I've used before? Um they put out a lot of films that I've liked, a few that I I've really, really liked, but they put out a shit ton that I wouldn't shit on. I mean, I'm just not big when, on early Blumhouse is what I'm talking about. Early Blumhouse, yeah. But you got—I can't help but draw the comparison to Canon Films during the '80s. They had all the yeah. uh, Chuck Norris movies, uh, Delta Force, oh, and, uh, yeah. and, and and but they made a bunch. They had these B movie act, which I'm sorry, Chuck, forgive me, uh, but uh, he Chuck Norris was not a huge name tell. I mean, he was in Return of the Dragon, but he still wasn't a huge well, name until uh, he did all the canon films. And they uh, ran his name in the ground. They put him in everything they could. And they just, yes. That was yeah, and made him kind of a, a joke. But no, that wasn't the downer of the company. They were making money on all of his movies because he was not yeah, a but I mean, He wasn't an A-list Hollywood yeah. star, and they could afford to put him in all their movies. And Canon made, made, built the company on making movies uh with little known actors and having a lot of explosions and everything that the two israeli brothers that uh that ran canon films thought that america was and Mm -hmm. then when they tried to get too big for the britches and uh took on masters of the universe which they sunk a shit ton of money into and yeah, uh, and then, and that. then picking buying out the rights to do Superman four, which nobody wanted to do, uh, or none of the original cast wanted to do, and and those movies both bombing, is what sunk Canon Films. Mm-hmm. There's a great documentary. Um, I think it's still on Netflix called uh, Electric Boogaloo: The Rise and Fall of Canon Films, and it's it's mm-hmm. super interesting. For any fans of eighties uh, action cinema, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty awesome. I, I uh, highly recommend it. But I, I think that's what Blumhouse is doing now. They're, they're trying to go after the big franchises, and man, that's just so hard. I mean, they're making money on them uh, on the Halloween. Uh, trilogy they did uh, they've made a lot of money yeah. off it but you oh, know yeah. that trick that trick's only going to work so many times you've already they've already ran off a bunch of fans by mm-hmm. by uh doing that so you know it just leave friday the 13th alone jason bloom please you know if we're getting a series which it's weird the way it works victor miller apparently in in the lawsuit when it settled he doesn't have rights to make any Friday the 13th movies, but he can do television with Friday the 13th. And, uh, yeah, and uh, Sean Cunningham has the rights to do future movies. Well, if Jason Blum does get a hold of the Friday the 13th, don't let the same guy that directed the last Halloween movie do it. Oh, fuck David Gordon Green. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and and even fuck Kenny Powers. I love it. I love Kenny Powers, but Danny McBride, but he co-wrote him, so he's to blame too. All right, Cody, you got anything else but, for the news? Uh, a more positive, more on a more positive note. Uh, uh, last Friday, I haven't seen it yet, but Never Hike Alone Two uh, came out and bring back the legendary Tom Matthews for hopefully Ooh. more than a uh, for more than a two minute cameo. Which doesn't this one doesn't this one have Darcy in it too? No, she was in Vengeance too. That's right, Vengeance too. That's what I was thinking. Oh, uh, Vengeance and Vengeance too. And yep. and right now, I think Vengeance too kind of stole Never Hike Alone to Thunder. Yeah, because Where can you they ha- stream these from YouTube. They're free YouTube? on YouTube. Yeah, oh, cool. I must watch them. They're feature link or, or uh, never hike alone. Ne- never hike alone. Never hike in the snow. They're both like thirty <laughs> minutes to forty-five minutes. But Vengeance. Mm-hmm. And Vengeance 2 uh, are both feature-length films. That being said, I, I don't really recommend... You, I'd recommend... Well, I do recommend watching Vengeance. It has good special effects. Uh, the, the practical effects are good in it. But mm-hmm. the acting's not that great. But you need to watch it before, before you see Vengeance 2. And with Vengeance 2, they got a lot bigger budget. And uh, they got... More characters from Friday the Thirteenth Part Six, mm. original mm-hmm. uh, the actors, and uh, yeah. Vengeance Two. Yeah, just skip skip Vengeance One. You'll pick up. It's about Tommy Jarvis's two sisters, or it's not sisters, his two daughters, and you'll be able to pick up on it. But Vengeance Two delivers on the gore. You have uh, C.J. Graham playing Elias Voorhees. C.J. Graham who played Jason in Part Six. He plays Elias Voorhees, Jason's father. Yeah. And uh, and you have Tom, I don't want to be too much of a spoiler, but Tom Matthews has more than a 20-second cameo in this, like in Never Hike in the Snow. You know, he, he actually repri- gets to reprise his role as Tommy Jarvis and have a final showdown with Jason. And which is what they're advertising Never Hike Alone for. Because Tom Matthews in that is in that too. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's going to take a lot to top Vengeance too. Because for a fan film, that one really surprised the shit out of me. Because I'm not the biggest fan of fan films. And Vengeance 2, it, uh, it delivered on almost every aspect. I'm going to have to watch them. I ain't seen it. I'll start that tomorrow on my breaks at work. And speaking of Friday the 13th, while we're on that, Kane Hodder has a new movie uh, coming out. He is, once again, a new slasher icon, Goatman, in the upcoming Kill Her Goats. I'll watch it. Fuck, if it's got Kane Hodder in it, I will watch it. <clears throat> An old man with a goat so, mask killing people. So, yeah. Is this on a streaming platform, or... Uh, it's not announced yet. Um, okay. No, no streaming platform yet. Uh, it's uh, from Ann O Production. A N capital O. Anno. 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 Anno Productions. Kill her goats from Anno oh, Productions. Man. 
Uh, oh, it's already, uh, they've already, apparently it's getting a lot of buzz. They've already got a, the, the sequel greenlit, uh, Stump Broke Goats. Oh, hey, that's filmed in Ripley County. Yeah. Writer and director, Stephen Harris, a.k.a. Boom Boom, from what I understand. If you ever listen to this show, I can hear cocksucker echoing in the background. Cocksuckers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, it looks like Van Damme's <clears throat> daughter is getting, uh, dipping her toe into the acting pool. Uh, she stars in uh, Scream Boxes, new original uh, psychological horror film, In Dreams. Uh, it comes out tomorrow, it looks like. Oh. I'm surprised Van Damme didn't that. Yeah. And I, I follow him on Facebook and Instagram. I'm surprised. I do too. Uh, you, that's, he probably don't want his baby girl to get into the acting shit. Don't I, want I think he's got a lot of kids too. He might have forgot about her. <clears throat> might have big boy. Yeah, look how hot he was back in the day. You know, he was the it guy for the action flick. I don't know. Was he hot, Trav? No, I mean as far as acting and stuff. <laughs> Not in a gay way. Yeah, well, he he's probably <laughs> He's probably got more kids than Ronnie Taylor does around Ripley County, if you think about Holy it. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Even Sliver was surprised by that one. Wow. Well, I've got one more for the news. It's supposed to be dropping this January. Skinnamarink. Oh, a yeah. Kyle Ball. It is a Kyle Balls film. Oh, I'm sorry. A Kyle Edward Ball film. That's a complete different streaming platform there. Um, the thing that you know, if you look at the uh, the teaser they got on there, looks pretty interesting. Kind of looks like a found footage at first, but the synopsis completely fucking kills it. They should have wrote a different synopsis. Oh, uh, what else has he done? Um, I don't that know. familiar. Um, the synopsis is two kids wake up in the middle of the night to find their parents are gone. And all the windows and doors are missing in their house. This looks interesting, but don't pay attention to the synopsis. Watch the teaser, because if you read the synopsis, you're going to be like, ah, fuck this. But another thing that's interesting from the teaser, the teaser looked like a very decent budget movie. This movie only had a $15,000 budget. I'm seeing that right now, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, so, and the box um, office is, is already at uh, almost a million. No shit. Wow. Yeah. Damn, that's pulling some bank for only $15,000 budget. I'm about to say, I think it's one of them that's only going to I mean, it's like no Terrifier 2, but... Yeah, but still. You know how happy me and you'd be if we invested fifteen grand and it pulled a million of the box Oh, no shit. Um, but it looks interesting as hell. I want to see it. Um, it, If I remember right, this is going to be in the theaters for, what, a week, and then it's going direct to streaming. I think Shudder's picking it up, if I'm correct. I don't remember now, but I'm pretty sure it's a Shudder. Shudder's getting it. Um, it is a Oh, it's a Shudder original. Awesome. Okay. And it's in theaters now, so it should be. It came out on the 13th, so it should be hitting shutter any day now i hope i'm wanting to say by the last of january from what i read i didn't write it down for some reason these are some of my last minute notes the last few things i've covered um but i want to say by the end of january it's supposed to be on shutter 
So, but it, it looks has so far it has a five point three out of ten rating on IMDb, which, but for IMDb that's not bad. About to say IMBD, you gotta gotta take it with a grain of salt because I've looked at a lot of movies. They gave a fucking two star rating, and I would have gave them an eight. So I mean, I take IMBD ratings for the. I look at them for information and this and this, but for the ratings, I don't even look at their fucking ratings on a movie. Uh, you know, I don't look at I to IMDb for uh. Ratings, but you know where I look for uh, all my uh, CBD needs? Clear Spectrum CBD oil. Pure is close. Pure Spectrum spectrum CBD. (laughs) Fuck. That's right, folks. Use code RIR Network and save 15%. Free shipping on all domestic orders over $100. they ever watch our shows, that's going to be the end of our sponsorship with them. Unless they uh, like Mike right. throat-fucking the dropper. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, hey. oh, hey. I forgot, very importantly, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller is back in horror. Oh, I thought you were going to say she's on the show. I was going to say, what? No way. Really, uh, she's back no, in she's horror. Not that horrible. Uh, she, here's the, okay, that was the good news. You want the bad news now? Yep. I expected okay. it to be bad. So apparently, uh, uh, which I think we talked about in the last show, uh, Paramount Plus bought the rights to the Teen Wolf series that was on MTV. Yeah. And uh, and we're getting, it might be out now, or it's about to come out, uh, a Teen Wolf movie that continues the series on after its final episode. And uh, apparently uh, they're also going to have a spinoff series called Wolf Pack. And it stars Sarah Michelle Gellar. Unless it's porno, I'm not interested. I, I gotta, you know, what is she thinking? I mean, is she broke? More than likely. Well, think about it. Her last big fucking movies was what, Scooby-Doo? Yeah. Pretty yeah, much. I mean, her and, and Freddy. She, she had that series that only run uh, one season with Robin Williams uh, back in 2013. Uh uh well no, wait, that, that may not be that that may not be her fault is that when he committed suicide no it had already been canceled before he committed suicide oh that might be why okay never mind oh. uh, <laughs> yeah we're getting a little bit anyway that comes out january 26th uh and i'll watch i'll give it a chance just because she's in it and i like sarah michelle geller yeah, you know, she's not really that good like, actor. Uh, she's really, like she's buffy. really not that good looking. Uh, she was decent. In buffy. Oh, come on, she, she was, she was a cutie no. in back in uh, the Buffy days. Nothing like Christy Swanson. Okay, fair enough. Exactly. She she, she couldn't like, do as much coke as Christy right. Swanson either. All right, Christy Swanson was like, uh, oh. I guess you would say the department store Buffy and Sharon Macelle was like the Kmart Blue Light special, if you're comparing them. Oh, that was a great series, though. Yeah. It was so much better than the movie. It was so, yeah, it was so much better than the movie. And I love the movie, don't get me wrong. Not really. It's I mean, just because they had so many more episodes in the movie. 
I don't yeah. think it was better than the movie. Well, it just it had so it, many it, series to build it and up, and it got it bad. It got bad, but then it got good again before it ended. I don't know. I jumped off board before it got the good again. Kind of like you did on The Walking Dead, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, anywho. Enough on that. Hopefully that'll be good. Just glad to see SMG back. Want to see her back in, as Buffy, though. Not not in a series, but if they do a revival movie like they've done for yeah. Teen Wolf, I'd be on board for that. Have like a, a Sunnydale class reunion or something. Yeah. Uh, I guess it would be better to get her back before she like turns into like another Tara Reed. <laughs> uh, I don't think she's done near the drugs that Tara Reed has. <laughs> Give her time. Never know. Hollywood's rough on them. This is true. Also, also, you don't want to see her turn into this. <laughs> Here we go. I'm sorry, Cody. I mean, I genuinely am sorry. <sighs> the Wrath of Becky. Uh, we're getting a uh, sequel to the... 2021 movie Becky with uh, uh, Lulu Wilson and uh, King and Queens guy Kevin Kevin can wait the fat guy you know Kevin James Kevin James Kevin James hey Mike didn't he blow us off for an interview once no he didn't that was Kevin Smith it was Kevin. No, no, it was Kevin. No, we were supposed to get Kevin James, I think, the uh, when Becky was coming out. Oh, yeah. His manager never confirmed with me, so I don't think it was him. It was management. Okay, well, let him slide this time. Although I hear he's a real prick in real life. Well, he's probably... He could be. Well, yeah, he's probably famous and fat and unhappy. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I and you take it with a grain of salt. I just remember yeah. uh, reading an interview uh, or a uh, article about uh, waiters who had dealt with Kevin James, and uh, mm-hmm. one of them said that uh, whenever he walked up to him at uh, his table and asked him what he'd like to drink, he said Kevin James looked up from the menu at him and said, "You were told not to speak to me." Dude, I don't even consider him a B movie actor. He's more like a C movie actor. He's uh, he's just one of those uh, guys riding on uh, Adam uh, Sandler's. Uh, oh yeah, head. definitely. Not, and I just want to state for the record, I don't think that Rob Snyder has ever rode on Adam. Oh, maybe a little bit rode on Adam Sandler's coattails, but Adam or uh, Rob Snyder's a funny uh, motherfucker. Yeah, Rob's had a lot. Hey, Rob's had just as movie on just as many movies on his own as he has with Adam. Yeah. He may got to start being the you-can-do-it guy, but he took it and ran with it. No, he had to start before that. Um, I can't remember what it was. Uh, It wasn't big, but yeah, he had to start before that. Uh, But anyway, the Wrath of Becky. Uh, Kevin James was in the first one. He was the villain, played an Aryan leader. Have you seen it, Trav? Nope. Highly recommend it. This it, it takes the slasher formula and kind of flips it, where these Aryan uh, 
gang members break out of prison and are going to this house because there's a key that's hidden in the basement that one of their leaders has hid there. And this father who has recently lost his wife is there with his 13-year-old daughter, a 13-year-old daughter, Becky. And um, they take them hostage, but she gets away. And uh, basically, I mean, she's kind of a little psychopath and, and pretty much just the little four-foot-tall girl starts taking out these Aryan uh, members uh, while they're looking for her. And, uh, like and, and, and you're rooting for her, too, even though she's obviously not quite right. It's kind of like the bad seed, you know, except you're rooting for her. But anyway, the wrath of Becky. Go ahead. The wrath of Becky picks up uh, a few years later, I guess, and uh, uh, and now she's got to be about uh, a grown woman now. But uh, anyway, Sean William Scott Stifler plays the leader of a uh, Aryan group. That's I guess I guess they're still because at the I don't spoilers. But anyway, they have she has something that they wanted. and uh, she takes on, a, I guess, a new group of Aryan leaders, which I don't know if it's going to play off as good because she just looked like this little innocent girl wearing her little bib, uh, denim bibs, and, and, you know, had her tree house and stuff. And like, oh, that's, uh, you know, that's like one of my kids, you know. And then she fucking starts killing the shit out, out of uh, Nazis. Oh, yeah. And now that she's like, grown i don't know if it's going to have the same effect but uh i'm still definitely willing to check it out and how I, old is the wrath of becky it it hasn't come out yet becky's the first one it came out in 2021 oh okay becky okay i need to look at becky uh yeah. what stream Lulu Wilson, stream- kevin james streaming yeah. services what oh you know where'd you see it at uh, it was actually on YouTube before it got took down, right when it came out. Uh, <laughs> where's Becky streaming? <laughs> uh, uh, Paramount Plus, Showtime, Hulu with a premium subscription. Uh, yeah, I'll have to worry yeah, that one. That's, yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, but, uh, oh, uh, looks like HBO Max is... Uh, I actually saw the trailer for this one. It's uh, coming out with a new uh, adult-themed Scooby-Doo series called Velma. About, it's a prequel series about how Velma came to meet the Scooby gang. Uh, it's a cartoon. Uh, oh. Uh, well, adult, it's... Uh, yeah, there's actual murders and stuff in it. Uh, and... Uh, I think it's going to be more like teenage based. Yeah. And uh, more than likely. No Scooby oh. and Shaggy. Not that I care, but Shaggy, I, I think, is an African American in this one. Uh, uh, Daphne, what? they make. Uh, uh, she's Asian, which is fine. It's fine, but I just don't like it. <laughs> This sounds no, terrible. I, I just don't like stupid. it when they feel they need to change. You They're know, just okay, doing I get it. Because they don't of this all have to be a bunch of politically correct 
bullshit, you know, and, and no, you know, Scooby Doo because of all this fucking years. woke shit, and I'm tired yeah. of it. It's bullshit. It's a fucking classic. You ain't got to change a fucking classic just because. I'm offended. They've never been black. They've never been Mexican. They've been, well, you know what? That's how they were created. It's what they started as. Why should we have to change our culture? Because you don't fucking like it. I'm not trying to change your culture. Don't change mine. I don't give a shit. I'm fucking tired of it. It's stupid. Uh, on another note, The Last of Us is fixing to start. Uh, I believe yeah, we were just talking about that. HBO. We were? Yeah. I don't remember us talking about The Last of Us. Yeah, uh, Jamie Wilson commented on it. Said oh. uh, the first episode was pretty good. Are you sure you read that and didn't name it uh, out loud? Because I don't remember you saying anything about The Last of Us. I, I said it. You can watch the show back later. Okay. I probably won't, but anyway. Anyway, Pedro Pascal, uh, I am uh, I'm a fan. Uh, it's especially after Mandalorian. Uh, he does great on there. So, uh, well, he does great voice work. Uh, the stuntman's the real hero uh, on Mandalorian <laughs> as far as uh, Pedro Pascal's role. But uh, Yeah, uh, I never played the game, so I... Oh, I love them. I've played them both. Dude, they'll, they will suck you in. I advise you to play it. Um, you still got a PS4? Uh, and all I've got is PS3. I never had a PS4. Fuck. I'd say I've got the game. I'll let you borrow it. Well, hell yeah, once once you start it. Uh, dude, it's one of them. It's like you're playing a movie. Once you start it, you will be fucking drawn in. Well, <laughs> Earl, it worked. This is a 56-year-old man when I first introduced him to this. And I got him. Uh, He got a PlayStation. It's all bullshit. He was a computer gamer. I ain't doing none of that analog shit. I said, just try this one on it. And he learned how to play because of The Last of Us, and he liked it so much, he said, fuck it, and he went out and bought a PS5 when they were like 800 bucks. Brought me back my game two days later. I'm like, what, you didn't even try it, did you? He's like, no, I upgraded. I went and bought, bought the PS5 with The Last of Us on it. So, yeah, it's Well, tell us a little bit about good. the game series. What's it about? Oh, it's awesome. Okay, you're a papa bear. To, oh, yeah, and he's... Yeah, Cody's got a piss. Yeah, we are... Everybody that's watching this knows what it's about. Um, about a dad that loses his daughter early on then finds another one, and he kind of takes her on. He doesn't like it or like her at first, but it's uh, the Ellie and Joe show. Joel. And they cuss each other, hate each other, but they love her, love each other just like a father and daughter do. And zip it up and come back, Cody. See, this is why it's nice having this on a phone. I can take it with me. All right, Cody, back to you. The Last of Us. <laughs> oh, oh, we're uh, going to get a uh, season five of uh, Slasher on Shutter, uh, entitled Slasher: Colon Ripper. I haven't uh, watched any of them yet. I I hear. The first few seasons are pretty good. Uh, I, I think I started the first episode and just never uh, never finished it, <laughs> if that says anything. But uh, it comes out yep. April 6th. Uh, oh, uh, stars Eric McCormick uh, 
uh, from remember that '90s show back in the '90s, Will and Grace. Yeah, I never watched it, but yeah, he, he uh, him, Eric McCormick, Will uh, stars in it, and uh, damn, he's got to be old as dirt now, don't he? I don't know. He was probably in his thirty or late thirties, early forties back. Then. So yeah, older than the dirt. Yeah, yep. I about to say shit because I was like, oh shit, I couldn't even been. 16 of that? Yeah, I'd say it was early, mid-90s. I wouldn't even 16. Hell, that's like 10 or 12. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he plays like some kind of rich dude on it that a bunch of people hate, and this uh, chick goes out trying to take him down. There's a bunch of, of like, Jacker-style murders that happen, and it's a murder mystery like all the other ones, so... Yeah. Take it or leave it. And, uh... Well, about the last thing I got is uh, Ari Astor's new film. Uh, we're finally seeing some uh, photos from uh, starring Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, it comes out April 21st. Uh, Bo is Afraid. And it's described as a nightmare comedy. Which I think we're going to get more in the air of um, a wounded fawn. Like, and like most of Ari Aster's, or all of Ari Aster's films that I've seen, it's going to be very art house. And that being said, I've pretty much liked everything he's done so far. Uh, that being said, too, uh, it's... I, I can't say that I loved anything he's done yet, either. It's been beautiful to watch, but it's... Again, another one of those style-over-substance things, and, and for some people, that's fine. Uh, and that's what they enjoy. It's not, not really my thing. I need a cohesive story. Nope. Yep. But I mean, like I said, I liked Hereditary. I liked um, Midsummer. I'm going to I'm have to watch Hereditary again. I did not get it on my first watch. I'm going to have to do the Dave Z second view on that one. Yeah. I, I did like the part where his little sister's Holding her fucking head out the window trying to get air. Quap. <gasps> oh. And he never looks back. He just drives home. <laughs> Goes up there and lays in bed and sits there. <laughs> and then the next one after her mom finds it and screams, you know, then it shows the flashback to her head on the highway covered in ants. I'm like, wow. Now that was pretty badass. But. But that's really Whoops. about the only part. I remember that and his like grandma was a fucking witch and his mom was in on it too and like they thought she was gonna be the uh, no, it was, child it was as grand, the witch. Well, yeah, and, was, yeah. Yeah, his mom was in on it too. But she was supposed to be like the prodigal witch child or something, even though she was like half assed mentally retarded. And then but that it comes around to be uh, one of to the, be the uh, one. like one of the king kings of hell, right there. Right there he is. <laughs> Hell to the oh, king, baby. damn it, Mike. <laughs> what are you saying? That's our special Ed Ash or what? <laughs> well, he's already cut it. He's already missing the hand, so the chainsaw will go on fine. 
<clears throat> well, if, like you said, he's got the flippers. That would be a way to engage it to, for the throttle. See, that's what I've never understood. How does Ash make his chainsaw throttle up? Don't get me wrong. I hate to doubt anything with the king, but he's got a nub. It's got to be a movement in the, in the nub. Uh, it's got to be muscle movement or something, motion, you know, pressure switch type thing going on. Got to be. How? Well, you know, if he just twists his, or flexes his muscle, depending on where he cut, you know, he cut his hand off like right there. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm reaching, but you know, I just look for some. There's not enough muscle there to do it. Maybe he's psychic. I don't fucking know. Ah. <laughs> uh, Mahoney Ham Asker in the house. He says, uh, Travis, you're killing it on this show. That You can take that however you want. <laughs> I was about to say which way. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, the chainsaw. Yeah, Cripple Cody's ash, you know. He, he should star, storm Star's headquarters. Mm-hmm. Have Mike push his wheelchair up there for him. No, it's motorized. Mm. Well, you still use Mike as backup. I'm going to stars. God, you know I'm putting money down right now. I got I got a hundred dollar bill on this uh, Mike versus Cripple Cody pay per view. I do too. I think Cody's going to take him. <laughs> My money's on Cody. Poe, if you're still watching, make artwork of me and Cody fighting each other. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you watch South Park, you're going to write an episode about that one. Yeah, Cripple Cody ro rolls into town and uh, with I'll the crippled be Jimmy, nuts. yeah. I'll be Jimmy because I have cerebral palsy like Jimmy does, and he could be Timmy because he's in a fucking wheelchair. He just has to go like, yeah, live a lot, live a lot, live a lot. Timmy. <laughs> Except instead of Timmy, it'd be Cody. Yeah, or Cripple. Cripple. Live a lot, live a lot, live a lot. Yeah, Mike, if, whenever you do the uh, audio only version of this, you totally need to uh, put uh, Timmy and the Lords of the Underworld as the uh, song at the end. Yes, I'm yep. doing that. <laughs> and this show will get kicked off because it's going to get copyrighted. No, no. Uh, Mike has the F, uh, FCC, uh, FCA license uh, from the music or whatever the fuck license it is he needs. Uh, yeah, all our audio only shows. That's why we have great shows on the network like Grandpa's Playlist and Roads on the Rocks. Uh, and they can play whatever the fuck they want on there uh, because Mike has the correct license sensing where we can do that yeah. oh, just not on our youtube shows that's badass cool all right cody well that's about all i got so you got anything else i have nothing nothing me neither should we wrap this one up i guess so uh 
But uh, before we do, let's uh, throw out uh, another thanks to all our patrons. Uh, you guys are the best. Yes. You're the reason we keep it. Well, all the viewers, anybody watching, we appreciate you. And, uh, this <laughs> and is, especially uh, if you stay part. after this show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, and uh, be sure and check out our Rabbit and Red Tea Public store where you can get great shirts like this. And, uh, uh, and oh, you need uh, to work also, out a little bit before you start pimping the shirts. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. But uh, also check out uh, Pure Spectrum CBD for all your CBD yep. needs. And I ain't got shit. Um, Trav, you want to take us out? All right. Thanks, everybody, thanks for listening everybody. to Rabbit and Red Radio, Southern Takeover. We'll be back in two weeks with I have no clue what yet, but we'll come up with another shit show for you. We promise. It'll be have shit, a good I promise. One, yes. <laughs> but it'll float. Okay, children, who can tell me what year the founding fathers got together? Let's see. Oh, I know. How about the new student, Timmy? Timmy! Timmy, did you not do your homework? <laughs> uh, Mr. Garrison, haven't you figured it out? Timmy's retarded. Don't call people names, Stanley. Timmy! I pledge allegiance to the United States.